Welcome to Enter the Zeitgeist, episode 14. Uh, this is my friend Rajiv. Uh, he actually lives in the same building as me. Uh, and this is Pablo. Enter the Zeitgeist is a, po a podcast about uh, two nerds just living their 20s uh, in the COVID, the COVID, COVID life. Uh, it's almost over. Uh, we're trying to explore lots of topics that might be present in current media, uh, current culture, and uh, just the struggles of being troubled teens that are 10 years older than they should be. Um, <laughs> so hopefully that's interesting. Uh, we get into some antics on this show. Uh, welcome. Hopefully we're entertaining. First off, I want to start off by, uh, as of last episode, we have a our first ever donation. This doesn't mean you guys have to donate to us because I don't think this show's <laughs> worth money yet. But donation. Thank you, Tyler. I'm not sure if you want me to say your last name, but uh, I remember you, and uh, maybe we should have you on sometime. Because uh, I'm sure you've gotten into some wild antics. Uh, but thank you very much for your donation. And uh, the show must go on. So, welcome to the podcast universe, Rajiv. Uh, we're kind of we're as we're get as we're adding more guests. Uh, our, uh, <laughs> as we're adding more guests, our universe is expanding. Uh, we've got several recurring guests. Uh, maybe you will be one of them. I would like to have, at some point, some sort of, like, uh, returning guests party. Maybe we could put, like, Jackbox or something. I'd be, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, and Pablo mentioned this before you got on, but we're going to start off with an oddball question. With all these remote work... How do you feel about, uh, what's your opinion on pants during interviews? During uh, remote work, if you're yeah, interviewing- Here's your question, Rudy. Are you wearing pants right now? No, we're wearing shorts. Ooh, okay. Well, that's, that's yeah, I, would, I, would, I would clarify that as pants. I'm also wearing shorts. Okay. But. I think it's important to always be wearing some form of pants, not professional, but some sort of pants. If you accidentally get up and you're not wearing pants, that's an issue. If you're, uh, <laughs> that's why you got to turn your camera off. You like shimmy to turn the like turn the video off for a second so you can stand up. Like, yeah, you don't wanna you don't wanna make that mistake. Yes, uh, I look for the thrill. You know, you gotta you gotta assert yourself in your spaces. They don't know that you're not wearing pants, but you know that you're not wearing pants. Uh, <laughs> that is that is a possibility, but it's it's a dangerous way to live. That's true. Have you seen that Ask Pennies uh, skit? Your person's like, where do you get all your confidence? Oh, I take all of the pennies and I put them in my ass. And then if <laughs> anybody is ever handling currency, I know that they touch the pennies that have been in oh, my asshole. I've seen that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. um, circling back, I've realized that I didn't do a very good intro on Rajiv here. So I know Rajiv from working with him uh, for our, 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 our place of employment. I originally met him in Atlanta, and then we both moved to Denver separately for the same reason. Um, and then now he's my neighbor again. So he lives above, like above me. So uh, we're very close at the yeah. moment. Uh, <laughs> also, I'm enjoying this chat. Thank you, Alex and Duncan, for being our chat goblins again. Um, loving it. Um, and then, so Rajiv, also, fun fact, he's a Canadian citizen who was born in... Uh, born in Michigan, right? And then you lived in Michigan your entire childhood. So he's got some some Michigan cred. Um, anything else okay, that the so world at large needs to know? Rajiv? Question one, though. 
why did you come to the U.S.? Shit's fucked over here. In Canada, you got, like, free health care and stuff. What, what's going on? Well, so I was actually born in Michigan, and uh, my mom is a Canadian citizen, and you can get Canadian citizen, apparently, if your parents are Canadian up until your 18th birthday. So mm -hmm. I just, uh, my mom just got me free citizenship. Damn. So why did she come here? Like, it, like what, what's the lure? I guess of... she, uh, she married my dad, and then uh, ah. he was living in, in uh, Metro Detroit. Man, your dad must be quite a catch to, to bring <laughs> over to the U.S. So they, we didn't know things were so uh, so problematic back then. Rajiv, as someone who's never been to Detroit or Michigan at all, but I've heard a lot of terrible things. Are the rumors true? Is it a terrible place? Absolutely not. So <laughs> Detroit is a dangerous place in the same way that the bad parts of Chicago, Atlanta, New York, L.A., any big city has dangerous places. Um, granted, Detroit's are probably bigger by percentage of the area than most other places. But I mean, the downtown Detroit is really, really nice these days. Um, you know, you've got all of your young professional things. The lofts are getting expensive. You know, you've got bars and stuff. Um, downtown's really nice. All the surrounding areas around that get a little bit. Um, there, there was a lot of um, poverty that came from the decline of the auto industry in Michigan, and that's still playing out. But there's a lot of money being poured into the city to revitalize it, and those efforts have, have come a long way in the last, I would say, 10 to 15 years. So would you say that there's like a, like, so there's like a lot of gentrification, right? There is, yes. Ah, yes. For sure. Which, I mean, obviously not always a good thing, um, but it, it does help with with the image and and with pouring money into the city yeah which, right, so, which hopefully should help everybody are you are you planning on moving back to michigan at some point or i don't think maybe, so maybe in the far future or you know maybe in the far future as of right now i don't have any plans you know i like the idea of, of living in atlanta denver all these places uh, maybe one day we'll go back we'll see all right um so um summer is here and I'm drinking a Dos Equis. Love it. It's a summer beer. Um, Barstool Sports has referred to the upcoming 20s as the Whoring 20s. And uh, everyone was, before this, I feel like there was a definite shift that people were like, it's gonna be the Roaring 20s. Um, how, did, like, how, do you guys, how do you guys envision uh, this summer is gonna play out? Um, after everything opens up, do you think we're actually gonna like be going to bars? Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've already been to a few bars now that I've been vaccinated. Um, cool deal. Still on the down I've low. I've stopped making predictions about the future. <clears throat> Starting approximately last September when, in June, when we were like, this is what September will be like. September, this is what we said, this is what December will be like. In December, we said this is what March will be like. We were wrong every time. Well, and so with COVID, I've, I've just stopped trying to make predictions of the future. I think I it's going to be a weird summer, though. What, the, before, like, in, like, 2018, I had, like, an environmental freakout because I read, like, the paper on the International mm -hmm. Panel on Climate Change or whatever. Uh, and so I was just like, man, 
uh, future. It's not, it doesn't appear to be happening. Um, <laughs> gotta live in the moment or whatever. Uh, and then like uh, uh, 20, uh, 20 happens, of course, uh, the, the pandemic comes along. And the whole time I've been going like not developing plans or anything like that. Also, I just have uh, incredibly uh, overblown ADHD. Uh, what, what is it like wait no overblown is when people make it too big of a deal about it it is just uh balls to the wall uh that overrepresented uh, it's just yes uh, it's or, or yeah yeah so i'm ready i'm ready for the whoring 20s uh i'm just gonna be like uh living living for the moment uh i got i'm gonna get my second vaccine on the sixth because i'm nice. pfizer gang uh weak johnson and johnson and John, okay. boys. Uh, but but I'm worried that if I go out there, this is Tennessee, so I'm gonna be uh, around a lot of people who've like been out. You know, I'm like just coming out and be like, "Hey guys, we all did our part, right?" It's like, no, no, not us. You know, I'm just like, ah, shit, fuck, you're all assholes. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sure cracking a, me up. It's a problem because. You can only do what you can do, and you just see everybody else doing what they're doing, and you're like, well, could I have been doing that? But uh, no, I want to keep people safe. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's only so much, like, at some, I mean, at some point, now that we're vaccinated, we're going back. Like, yeah. Um, people are going to do what they're going to do. Um, I'm going to try and be as safe as I can, and, I mean, granted, I should have immunity now, but I uh, don't want to, like, potentially spread to someone else. But... Still gonna go release some uh, some quarantine woes out upon the world. Uh, yep. Let's just be honest. I'm ha I'm gonna have a hot girl summer this summer. <laughs> it's facts. I know Hardy's ready. Everyone in the chat in the chat is Moderna gang. Just gonna say sorry uh, that uh, that you're you. You know, it's the Pfizer gang right here, number one. Yeah, uh, get that one and done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, it's all about the that that Johnson and Johnson like, giving me that hot the hot boy summer. Now that I had a terrible fever, back in the gym, working out, losing weight, gaining muscle. Gonna be a hot boy, and I'm gonna have the best hot girl summer that you can possibly have. Um, all these other girls are gonna be jealous about my uh, <laughs> my sick. <laughs> I want to go camping finally. I like, I've always like kind of formed the plan, but school gets in the way. And then when it's over, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. We're My birthday is right on May 14th too. Come to Denver, Pablo. We're yeah. Camping next Come to Denver week. and we're going camping next week, next weekend. So. Hell yeah. Uh, well, the flights I, mean, are I actually really cheap. Denver. The flights are actually really cheap. I think you can probably get like an $1,000, $100 round trip flight. Not a thousand. Shit. I was like, what the fuck? A thousand dollars. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, because uh, Knoxville is a uh, Knoxville has a flight to Denver. Denver is a frontier hub, and they have a flight to Denver that runs, I think, either once or twice, maybe three times a week. And mm -hmm. flights are really cheap. Whenever I wanted to come back to Knoxville, it's just you have to be on their schedule, kind of. Mm -hmm. So um, this also goes for any of you chat boys. If you guys want to come to Denver and you have a hundred dollars in your to your name, please come visit. Um, 
I'm up. a pro plane rider. Like, I've been riding around on planes basically since I could form memories. So, like, to the point where I don't have a clear idea of where Colorado ends and where Argentina begins. Like, when it comes to my early childhood uh, development, and then it'd be quickly going from, like, uh, Argentina, Colorado, back to Argentina, over to California, over to Tennessee, uh, occasionally visiting Argentina from California or Tennessee. Like, I can sleep on those things. I remember the day I met Pablo, and I thought he was a very strange boy. Uh, I, did, I did not understand Pablo at the time. From everywhere. Mostly Tennessee, though, these days. So... Rajiv, what is your personal hot, 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 hot girl summer going to be? What is your ideal summertime? Well, I think the most important thing I just want to do now is, is to do things. Uh, late 2019, early 2020, I was just always incredibly busy. You know, I had people, I was going to visit people. We were always doing, you know, trivia nights and going up to bars, going downtown. Even though we didn't really go downtown that much, uh, I'd like to do some more of that. And I just want to just always be busy again, which is going to take a minute, I think. Um, I realize that, you know, all of our social skills have probably are not up to par with what they were immediately prior to the pandemic, when we were just always doing things. Leveling the well, playing field, giving me a fair chance. That's yeah. true. I think, I think Hardy has maintained his very well. I don't know. So, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm saying mine, mine hasn't gone down that much, but it, everyone else has gone down. So uh, maybe I have a chance now. So yeah. So we'll have to see. But I think that's. Uh, and then also, of course, you know, hopefully getting back in the dating apps, um, put myself back out there. But I think that might be a little bit secondary to just just fun with friends. We definitely need Man. to start going to trivia again. That's a move. Dating apps are hell, though. My God. Absolutely. Oh yeah, they're terrible. Getting ghosted. Well, not about that life. Getting ghosted all the time. I got ghosted twice last week. Not 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 a good not a good feeling. Um, and like we had planned a date, and they just were like never messaged me after we had planned on going. So unfortunate, but uh, you know that's what you got to deal with. It's like choice paralysis or something like that. I think that just women get on dating apps and they get like a shit ton of matches, right? And then they're just like, oh shit, I'm overwhelmed. Uh, I got FOMO or something from from picking anyone in particular to hang out with. Also, men might murder me. Uh, <laughs> or I'll just gain a lifelong, lifelong stalker or something like that. Uh, meanwhile, with guys, it's sort of like you match with someone and it's like, oh, is this person even going to like put in the effort or anything? Because you kind of feel disposable in a sense. I 100% agree with what Paul Yeah, said. I feel very disposable. My, my main problem is I feel like it's really hard to facilitate an interesting conversation to start on the app because like people will just first message hey and re respond with like dumb things and then like the prompts that people give like on their profiles are really boring because number one everyone's already responded to those prompts so like you how much can you say that's super unique about like um like oh yes i love brunch like okay yeah me too i love margaritas let's go there's only so many ways to be unique when she's got a hundred new matches a week. That's, Rajiv, I think you're underestimating these numbers. People are, if they're actively like swiping, they could probably be getting like in the hundreds, especially yeah. in Denver. Like, and oh my which, gosh. which makes it, um, 
yeah, it's just it's difficult to send out. And there's there's not much you can do about that. That's why if you can if you can meet people through friends, probably your best bet. Yeah. Or through activities, which is something I've never been good at, but something I want to start. Maybe meetups or just do things that you're interested in. Um, it's probably your best bet. It's gonna be a lot more effort upfront, I think, but it's probably easier in the long run. Uh, Duncan in the chat says, I'll just continue finding new things I want to fix about myself first to justify never using the dating apps. Duncan, you're already <laughs> Duncan, perfect. You speak to me on a personal level. You're already perfect, Duncan. I can't allow this. You're, you like, like, yes, everyone should be working on themselves, but you, sh you need to put yourself out there because you never know what you're going to find. That but also, like what, I like, what I like about the dating apps is that you get an idea of the kinds of girls that are into you. And uh, for some reason, um, I, I think I've narrowed it down uh, to um, very, like, artsy girls. Um, uh, you look like you could be an artist. Yeah, like very bisexual women that just radiate. I think I just have bi-wife energy. Uh, the third one is... Uh, like girls who like uh, think of me as like a ticket to go like travel to Argentina basically or like various Latin American countries they're just like oh man like uh like yeah take me take me to your home country like I don't I'm not just gonna bring anybody over to Argentina immediately gonna meet my whole family I want to spend my time over there what the heck like uh, <laughs> oh well things like that yeah I yeah, I, I agree. I think Rajiv does have it right with the idea of being friends first. I think that's a way better, a way probably a slightly healthier. Not that it's unhealthy to start online dating, but it's just toxic waters that you're just treading in. You don't have, not, I mean, not necessarily starting as friends first, but I mean like going through your friends. So, you know, like your friends' friends. Yeah. Or acquaintances, acquaintances. Yeah. I actually went on a double date just this week and hopefully, I mean, hope, at, I don't know if it's gonna work out between us, but I think I think at, at minimum that they've we've joined and we've added a new friend to the to the friend group, and they'll begin coming to our mutual events, and that's always good for me. And I think I think the real move, number one, we gotta move everyone. Like okay, we gotta we gotta mobilize all of our friends and just combine them and be like, hey, you wanna invite some friends of friends to this thing we're doing, and uh, we gotta reinvigorate everyone's like social lives all at once with just massive yep. massive events it absolutely does not help that most of my friends here in denver came are from work and everybody at work moved to denver for yeah. work and so they don't have all, like all their friends outside of which work is good because we gotta hang out with our friends who are like tangential to our work friends and then we gotta have them bring their friends into the fold this is here's uh, the plan you all start mutually dating each other and form a giant polycule over at your work and that's actually just a front to form a union uh and then uh you take over the workplace through collectively investing in it so that you all have mutual ownership uh and then you own a tax company uh fun that, fact. that's the plan fun fact rajiv and i rajiv and i are pretending that we're each other's significant others uh for any work events that way yep. any ones that i get to go to rajiv can go to and then <laughs> This is our new plan. Once uh, once things start opening up and we can start doing things again, I'll be like, oh yeah, this is uh, this is my uh, my asshole Hardy. This is my domestic partner. Uh... <laughs> Damn, you gotta hook me up with those hot art punk girls, Duncan. I'm down to beat up a Nazi to impress him too. God, I hate Nazis. <laughs> Pablo like... has a video evidence to prove it. He uh. <laughs> 
Yeah, they come back and they're just like, uh, and and people are all like, oh, we got a this Nazi's in a suit. He's suddenly uh, too good to be. Uh... I mean, I didn't punch a Nazi on film. I wish I did, uh, but I did get punched by uh, a, a, a person from a crowd of people. I've okay. Anyway, what is this? Aw, cute. But yeah, so I think I think Rajiv. Um, I think some of the photos we took hiking today, I think you look good in some of those, so those might be good additions to your profile. And I think... Uh, I wasn't ready. My, uh, my hair wasn't done. I think you're fine. My... Uh, look, the artist uh, will take care of his subjects. Don't worry. That's um, I, I believe in you, Hardy. But uh, the... I think... I, I like Bumble as well. Like, I tried Bumble out again recently. Uh, there's a new feature on Bumble that they have where you can, like, ask people questions... Like, it's just like you can ask, like, it has like question prompts, and you like, you send your answer, but they can't see it until they answer. I have never figured out how to actually activate this feature, but if <laughs> someone has asked the question to me, then you can like, uh, I can respond and then I can send them another question, which I think is a really good way to just like spitball oh, topics mm-hmm. and learn things about each other. That way you're, you're not, they're not just opening with hey. Yeah, and it's no pressure either, because like, they either respond and you get an answer. Or you're just like, they never see your answer, you know? Um, so I think it's a really good feature. I, I, I've tried it, and every time it's been, like, an interesting thing. Um, but I think I think dating apps are here to stay. Obviously, if you can meet people without the apps, that's probably better. But uh, yeah. not, not to say that it's bad to meet someone on the apps, but because, I mean... Like it or not, they're, they're, now, they're just a part of... Yeah, they're society just now. Yeah, and people. It just uh, it just hurts your your self esteem. I think like the structure of the of the application it's, because yeah. then when you get ghosted by like the nth time, you're just like, am I am I ugly? And it's like, no, it's the well, fucking it's the it's the system. It's it's made to get you to pay money or whatever, and it's also just not good. The women are overwhelmed and the guys are dejected. Yeah, like that's usually the case. It also, I mean, it it also works differently for different people. Like Rajiv. Please, please tell us about your uh, your Tinder da- data download. Yeah, so on Tinder, you can download all of your Tinder data. So all of, I think it's all the messages that you've ever sent. I'm not sure if you can see the message that you got back. But more importantly, you can see um, by date um, how many swipes you made, how many you know, how many left swipes, how many right swipes, and then how many of those were matches. And so I'm, I uh, downloaded the data, and I just did it for the period that I was in, the seven-ish months that I was swiping in Denver. Uh, before the pandemic, and so I swiped total on 1,800 women, uh, right swiped on 1,100 of them, and then I matched with five of them, which is less than a half percent match rate. Um, God damn. Yeah, that's bad. I my match rate's also so not Tinder. Really Tinder bad. is the the worst app, app in my opinion. Um, it is the shallowest, and on I mean on, on average, Asian guys do have a worse time. But I think that's more Tinder's more problem with Tinder than dating apps. Yeah. In general, I had much more luck, much better luck on Hinge. So here's what's Bumble. here's what's interesting, and I haven't tried this, but I hear that like Match.com has the most users in Denver, but I feel like really? I feel like that can't be our age group. Yeah, it's Match.com is like people are parents' age, in my opinion. Like, I don't think it's possible. Who's who's yeah. going on a Match.com? That was big in like 2005. You, yeah, but apparently it's the by far the highest percentage of people in Denver are on Match. 
Maybe I'll. Uh, well, you want to meet someone who divorced in the 2008 financial crisis because their mortgage went underwater? Their marriage is in shambles because of financial issues. Go to Match.com. Meet your divorced dad who hangs out in his uh, sad, sad single bedroom apartment uh, with a charcuterie composed of just like some ketchup and uh, like the you know like the Kroger cheese. Hey, Kroger has great, great cheeses. <laughs> I will. I will depend on that. Yeah, I'm also... I will say that OkCupid used to have incredibly good data and data analysis. They used to write really good blog posts. They used to like release their data, um, and they had really really interesting like trends and stuff like that. Things that you might not think were intuitive, um, and then they got bought out and they stopped doing that. But uh, I wish I could have been. Did they get bought out by Match really. Group? Or I'm not sure. Because I know uh, that like all level. of them except for Bumble are owned pretty much by the same company, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But can you get like a line graph of like how much you swipe per day so you can just like get like a feeling of how thirsty you are on like an annual (laughs) basis? You know, is that possible? It definitely, like you could. Go ahead. No, I'm sure you could do that. Let me actually see if I have my Tinder data still. Yeah, you Um, can can go ahead. If you want to, you can share it on the screen. Yeah, I could. If it has timestamps, I could, uh, I could just do that myself, model it in Excel. Damn. It definitely That'd for me good. it comes in waves. Like I won't swipe very much for like several, several weeks or days, and then maybe like one week I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna swipe every day until I hit my swipe limit. You know, just because I'm bored or something. Especially like early, yeah. like like halfway through quarantine when like I didn't see people that often. Uh, people were less on like Discord, just hanging out. I have like a hard time getting through all my likes because I've just developed the policy of swiping left on. Uh, 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 on like a uh, farmhouse type people, you know, like if you look up like the farmhouse aesthetic for interior design on like Google, uh, this is, I feel like this is the best way to describe like eggshell font, live, laugh, love, cursive type, you know, uh, shit, right? And I've so, adopted not your farmhouse ideology, but I have adopted your swiping ideology, and I swipe left on a lot more people now, where I. Now, now, unless they're like my perfect criteria, I'm not going to swipe right on you, basically. It's important that if you did match with them and you're like, oh, I, now I don't really want to, I'm not that interested in this person. Yeah. I think in that person, in that case, you just should have swiped left. I don't, I don't swipe left if they're hot, like just because they're hot, right? Because yeah, exactly. I feel like everyone's swiping left on people so, who are hot. And there's like this weird like ELO score that they use to like calculate your like match things. If you swipe right on somebody and they swipe left on you, depending on your desirability scores or whatever, it like uh, fucks it up. But if you swipe left on people who you're pretty sure are going to swipe left on you, uh, then because, uh, you know, it's kind of easy to tell, like they're Republicans or, you know, they're hey, Republicans. No, I've been saying that for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you just swipe right on everybody. I'm like, no. You swipe right on people who you're interested in and you think would might also swipe right on you. Yes, exactly. I think, so, Rajiv, I think you're right, and I think I, I've adopted Pablo's ideology, and I've been getting much better results. I yeah. think the algorithm is ranking me higher because I'm not swiping right on a bunch of people. So, I swipe left on 10 out of 10s um, who, like, look like Instagram I You can't and always then... do that, though, because I did date a girl that I thought had, like, a completely, like, this <laughs> this can't be real profile. Okay, John, just admit you're a Chad. Let's get a I'm not on. a Chad! <laughs> Uh, but then, you know, oh no! <laughs> I just kicked him because I'm a chat. No, I'm just kidding. He, <laughs> he, he, he probably disconnected with his internet. Yeah. Uh, and then, but more importantly, like like Pablo was saying, you uh, swipe left on people you just don't don't see yourself dating. The real question is back. Wait, 
You gotta, Man, you, you gotta make your sure anger that... was so strong it kicked me from the. <laughs> you gotta make <laughs> sure that. Uh, you gotta make sure that you uh, are willing to be like, would I want to get take this person on a date? Like, would I? Would that date be fun? Like, would I hate this date? All right. I'm not swiping. Like I mean, that. a lot of people are on there for validation, just like, uh, yeah. yeah, I still got it or, or whatever. Uh, but then when it comes to like actually conversating, actually getting something going, it's like, oh, uh, I'm in too deep. I'm in over my head. I, I'm not sure if I actually want to do this. Like we had a friend of ours. Uh, she's, she's a woman. She was looking for a very particular kind of kink, right? She found it. And now that she had it, she didn't know what to do with it, right? <laughs> There was like the big problem of like, oh, oh, should I go through with this? I don't believe it. I don't know uh, or whatever. Another person we need <laughs> to have on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, not naming names, but I'm just saying like uh, that's usually the experience. People get in over their heads and they don't actually want to do the follow through. I think I got in over my head during the pandemic because I would like match with people and be like, okay, are we ever going to really meet now? Cause this yeah. is like the middle of the fucking pandemic. Like yeah. what's, what's the plan? You know, That's what's, actually why what's I deleted the idea? My apps last April, I think uh, I deleted my profiles actually as well, just because I knew that I wasn't meeting up with people. I went on a few pandemic. video dates and I thought those are pretty cool. So like I went on a few video dates and only one of them I actually met up with afterwards, but then like, it was great because then video I days just do not sound like my uh, it's not that bad. It's a, I mean, maybe I'm just adapted to being pretty good at them now because I'm like, just like, hey, what's up? Arm movements. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but like video dates, I just feel like they can't really capture it. It's I'm not as good. That it's definitely not as good. They're definitely far better than like no. talking on the phone. You can't get the presence. Yes. The first week of quarantine, I like went on a, I played chess online with this girl and then I got ghosted, but I, we played chess for two hours. I feel like mm. what, what make, doesn't make any sense. Uh, I almost got a chess date, almost, and I feel robbed. And so, like, basically, like, we both, like, mutually ghosted each other. And so there's, like, no conversation back and forth. I was like, oh, man. And she was quite a catch because uh, she uh, uh, seemed as as disillusioned with uh, the whole system and all our institutions as I am. And so I'm like, oh, thank goodness, this person might be able to understand my terminal pessimism. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can't you can't date someone too happy unless you can match their energy, you know? It's, but like pensive chess girl, gone. Uh, math girl, gone. Uh, then there was like, uh, uh, like two other like video dates. Um, that, I just feel like the only thing that I got across was my manic energy. Uh, yeah, I mean, and... <laughs> it, there is a difference. Like, people don't really see the presence you have in a room in a video date, really. And, like, um, yeah. also, like, it's not as fun. Because, you like, you go on a, like, a re regular date, you're just like, let me get a beer. And then, like, that just changes the dynamic. Because um, people, people's inhibitions are lowered. Some people are really awkward. If you're um, drinking, a, you know, on the video date now, you're just drinking a little Also, there's, like, video chatting. there's a little bit of, a, like, a buffer. Um, like, if you, like, like, let's say you go to a restaurant, like, during, like, the critical moments, like, right after you meet this person, you have a menu to look at. You don't have to immediately be, like, oh, what do I need to talk about? You're, like, oh, yes, what do I want to order? They're doing the same thing. That's a good buffer. You don't have that on a video date. Uh, you can only talk to them. And... I think silences are more awkward on video calls. They are. They are, in, in um, they are much more awkward because there's like there might be some like weird background noise or there's just like nothing going on. And that's why I like activity oriented. Music. 
dates, right? Yeah. Like, let's say you go to uh, one of those things where you drink wine and you paint stuff, right? You're around other people. There's like a different like dynamic there. Uh, and also you're doing some like task yeah. oriented thing. Or maybe this is just like the thing where, where I have to be fiddling with my hands on something to be able to properly listen to a person. No, I definitely but, agree that meeting someone while you're like doing an activity probably makes a lot more sense than like just being like hey tell me about you let's sit down and tell me every secret you have like yeah but uh, i'm uncomfy going to something like a club like a debate thing being like hey girl like i'm gonna go into your hobby into your space and i'm gonna make it about me hitting on you now this is like i don't know right it's like that like when is it when is it appropriate? Because of course it's inappropriate. Like woman has her headphones in, like on a train, for example. She's just getting to where she needs to go, right? Inappropriate to hit on her. She clearly does not look like she wants to talk, uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, maybe person at a library. But then there's like the whole coffee shop thing. Cause then like some girls write, yeah, the reason why I do my work at a coffee shop is because I potentially might like meet someone who's like, oh, what's what's with this? Uh, and I have like dated somebody a little bit saying saying something to uh, them. I like talking, taking girls spray painting if we know each other. Yeah, that's good. Like doing crimes. Uh, <laughs> doing crimes together is great because you have like that mutual blackmail. Uh, you're yeah. you're both complicit. Like if also the adrenaline rush. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's big. And really if you get time to together. Plus like, you can be together. like plus you can be uh, Duncan plus uh, Stacy equals win on the side of a building that's there immortalized you have a record of that um <laughs> it's a win yeah if you're going on a lot of dates you're gonna have to find a lot of different buildings yeah let's just they can't yeah you can just become all, all you, you'll just become the next banksy sell your sell your art for uh millions on auction people are like <laughs> people are like please let banksy defile my building i want it that's true banksy can do whatever he wants now yeah it just makes like I like Banksy has started out as like this like very like anti-capitalist trying to do like imperial anti-imperialism type paintings or whatever and it just like completely goes over like people miss the point it's just an art market now it's just like oh shit he well, painted on our building time to cut that shit out and even sell now it to some... sell it. yeah even now it's arguably like Banksy himself has been become corrupted because like he's he was selling his work in the art market and he did that thing where he shredded his art at the art market but that really only made his art more valuable people lost their minds over that that was awesome it was it cool. probably made it like that painting probably triple in value yeah well at the time i bet the guy who bought it was like <gasps> but like <laughs> but then immediately afterward he's like wait a minute now it's famous for some under like now like beforehand it wouldn't have been that cool and now it's like the one now of the coolest unique. piece because like um but like is Banksy even still the real the same Banksy? Like, do we know that? Because he was just an unnamed entity. Like, how do we Maybe verify it's like the, uh, the Dread Pirate, Pirate Roberts? Yeah, how do we verify that that's Banksy? <laughs> There's like a lot of records of like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Uh, for those who don't know, this guy is like the guy who ran like the Silk Road, and he got like I forget what his name is, but he got like picked up by the uh, FBI, and they're like, "You're the one who started the website," and um, but there's like a lot. I think oh, it's like his name's like Ross Ulbricht or whatever, but like. Uh, there's like a lot of evidence that like points to him like because he like originally posted on like forums and stuff and was like you should you guys should use the silk road and they're like wait that's your username and you're the first person who ever posted about it online ever <laughs> like okay so yeah cool it's him he's dread pirate roberts but like 
Banksy doesn't have like a trail like that, and I don't even know how like people were like that's a Banksy. Like did because did he sign his art? Maybe I'm speaking out of my ass here, but did he sign his art? Uh, uh, I don't think he does. I think that he just has like this general stencil. He style. does. He does have a style that is pretty distinct. But like, there, I've heard that there are like rumors that Banksy is like not even an individual. That, that it's like a multiple, like a team of people. Probably. I mean, that could yeah. that could be the case. I mean, I feel like it is a repeatable style. You could like cut out like a stencil and then spray paint over it, or I don't know what else he does. But you know. All right, Duncan. Uh, he issued NFTs. Fuck NFTs. Fuck too. NFTs. That, that makes me fucking hate Banksy. He's like, oh, I'm gonna make my art something that you burn oil to 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 have value or whatever. It, uh, NFTs have an incredible amount of power to just verify one NFT. Well, the yeah. NFTs make me sick because they're blatant cash grabs. Like people, like the people who are making money off the NFTs are the people who like started early and they were like, yes, NFTs are the best. Everyone should buy them. And then they sold their NFTs for like $65,000 or the companies that are hosting the NFTs because they're getting like, I don't even know how much percentage it is, but it's a lot. It's like 10 to 20% of every NFT sold. The fee goes to the the NFT site that's selling you the NFT. And then the, the data in the NFT, so if you're selling digital art, it's not even in the coin. It's not even like in the crypto. It's just like hosted on a server with a hard link in the crypto. So if that server ever goes down, that art is no longer gonna be viewable based on that NFT. It is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I don't really understand it. Um, yeah. It's definitely money laundering. I agree, Duncan, you're right. It's, it's money laundering and also like, fooling people in it's like it's a scam it's a scam yeah, if you bought an it's NFT, tax evasion too if you bought an yeah, nft it's, it's a scam of money laundering tax evasion like the the place. fucking like the jake paul nft or whatever that was like he sold so so much so many dollars like he, he sold like two hundred thousand dollars worth of nfts like that is like that's those are not gonna be worth anything in like a year like maybe i'm wrong and i'm like a an unwashed unclean one who's like uh, I, w- I will say with with, uh, with cryptocurrencies in general, I've been wrong. I still don't really understand why Bitcoin. I was a, I was a big a supporter thing, of Bitcoin, but I've been for wrong basically years. for for many years now. So I've just accepted that I'm now the old unknowing boomer who doesn't understand the cryptos, and they are here to stay. I was a big supporter. I, mean, of Bitcoin I, I for get many the years. cryptos. I mean, it's like it's just like a distributed ledger, and, and well, the problem with no. it is that. Is that it's so expensive ecologically speaking? Like, well, yeah, it's yeah. more. It uses it's, more. Bitcoin itself the, the, uses more power current, than all of our Actually, the, the current way they, they measure that, or like they they like to uh, to um, make a a, uh, a similarity to is they say that Bitcoin uses more energy than Argentina. That's their yeah. uh, their current way. It won't it. be long before it uses more uh, electricity than Germany. Or yeah, more electricity than some other. Well, yeah. So like, yeah. I, under- I understand like the math or not the math, but like the the idea behind the idea of like blockchain something like that. I don't understand why it's worth what is it now? It's, it's not better than the banking doesn't... system. The banking system can already yeah. do that, and it's just artificially slow because we're like fraud detection. Well, I mean, to, to transfer money on a banking system takes yeah, it takes two like, like two days for well, the ACH. Bitcoin, Bitcoin is powered by ideology, basically like libertarian ideology. The whole thing is is that I want a trustless, decentralized system where there's right. no central bank which, or whatever. Because I watched a YouTube video until that someone said the steals your money. So my argument against that, Pablo, and as I used to like crypto, but I decided that I don't like it anymore. 
Uh, I still own a little bit of a little bit a little yeah. bit of Bitcoin, but not much. So, uh, like, but my problem. Everyone wants a decentralized, no uh, trust or like trustworthy system. Until we realize why we put some regulations in place. If someone steals your money in Bitcoin, it's gone. You can't do anything. But also, like being Nobody able to manipulate fiat currencies is actually a useful financial technology. Like the Federal Reserve being able to like bail us out of two thousand eight financial recessions, uh, being able to well, like Bitcoin help us already like, gets manipulated pandemic. as well. Because mm -hmm. like one guy who owns like it, like a one whale selling all their Bitcoin would be a huge impact on the market. Also. Yeah. So like the only th my my problem is like all the like the values of Bitcoin are like oh yes it's a decentralized currency and like developing nations if if you're like getting robbed by your like dictator you can buy Bitcoin yes that makes sense that's great that that exists I love it cool the problem is most people who buy Bitcoin are not buying Bitcoin to spend the Bitcoin as a currency they're buying Bitcoin because they think they can sell the Bitcoin later down the road for more than what they paid for it meaning that it's really just a pump and dump scheme. Which, to be fair, that that is also how stocks. That's work. also I mean, how stocks work. Granted, stocks you you do have. But the well, stocks. That's how anything works. Country, you can uh, yeah. you can buy up housing with the expectation that you can charge more rent later. I don't I don't so, disagree though, already. But no 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 like you stocks work like that. But stocks are also should you inherently have stocks are inherently in some way even though they their valuations might not be tied to this this value for a short period of time. But over the long term, they are related to the performance under under of the underlying company right so you pick a good company you pick a winner and you'll get paid more or you're in theory the shares should be worth more they're not always worth more uh or you but like nikola and then you or you buy nikola and you lose but if you're buying bitcoin like that okay you have you still have that in the crypto world because you can buy like some shitty like shit coins that like are trash and like pe people can you can literally make a cryptocurrency right now by going on a website and naming it telling it like saying exactly like how many you want to be to exist and then it'll just exist and it's just like built on top of ethereum <laughs> and like people are just making random coins right now and they're publishing them and people are buying them and then a lot of these are just like they don't make any sense they're not they don't have they don't offer any utility like yeah. Bit bitcoin doesn't really offer any utility but it's also just the biggest so it has its place in the market Ethereum has some stuff that it does, so it has its place in the market. Um, I mean, that's the difference between use value and like exchange value. The whole point of Bitcoin is that it has no use value. It's completely exchange value. And so the, the reason why people hold it is for speculation. It's because it's worth something to someone else. Uh, it's a, it's the same thing like with money. Like you don't have to believe in money, but you can't believe that other people don't believe in it. Uh, yeah. Well, there's also. Have you guys heard of Safe Moon? Because Safe Moon is fucking whack. Okay. So like. What's Safe Mode? So Safe Safe Moon is a new crypto that's like. Oh. It's it might have been around for a while, but I heard of it like a month or two ago. But like basically yes. the idea is like, you get rewarded for holding it longer. So it's it's very much pyramid scheming. So like if you own a lot of Safe Moon. <laughs> like whenever someone sells Safe Moon, you get like a, a portion of that fee if you are if you hold safe moon so if you hold the most safe moon whenever any someone else sells safe moon you get more safe moon it sounds like a pyramid scheme it is a pyramid scheme and like yeah. the idea is that you never like you're supposed to buy into safe moon and then not sell it but like what what's the point of safe moon existing then 
Because the only way that Safe Moon is useful is if you like cash out the Safe Moon at some point, right? Because you're not going to be just... you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to buy stuff with Safe Moon. And my other problem with Bitcoin and other crypto in general is like the whole like it's a currency. It's not a useful currency because the transaction times, yes, they might not be like they might be shorter than an ACH transfer for a bank, but like you can't go and like buy a soda in a store with real time transactions with Bitcoin or Ethereum. Ethereum is much faster, but it's still bad. Like if we pay with credit cards, you can buy, you can, that transaction settles instantly. But uh, also if everyone used Bitcoin, if we lived in this reality where everybody was using it, like we would quickly head to an environmental and ecological disaster. You know, uh, yeah. If everyone was trying to do that and we were trying to, uh, Verify transactions. The banking the, system on works. Larger scale. There's nothing wrong with the banking system. Like, I'm fine with Bitcoin existing, but I think it is overblown and overhyped right now. And I, I hope for a crash. I'm sorry, you, you, all you nerds out there, get mad at me, please. Um, I would like Bitcoin to crash because I think it's it's ultimately bad for our planet. I don't think it's gonna crash for real anytime soon, but you never know. Um, See, I think a, a, a good thing about Bitcoin is you can just easily buy it in your local currency and then basically cash it out for us dollars so i like i like that that exists but i like it makes it easy it's easier than you know trying to do go to your bank and but wouldn't it make more sense to just like use like us dollar coin or something which is like it's a crypto that matches exactly to the well, us dollar it could get kind of tricky sometimes like in argentina uh i think when uh, christina kirchner was in charge of that country uh like there was some a thing about like fixed uh government like rates of exchange between uh pesos and dollars and so like a lot of black markets have formed around that um or like there were some like restrictions of trade i um, i think and so a lot of like people in argentina were like looking because uh, the peso was going under a lot of problems as it well the argentine peso usually does with like inflation i think at one point it had a hundred percent inflation in two weeks uh, so people are like really looking nice. to exchange their pesos for dollars, but that is not always easy to do uh, if like the government is trying to get you to use the the peso or something like that. Yeah, I mean, and I think there's there's some some good stuff to that. Um, yes, Alex, I would have loved to get into Bitcoin. I think everyone would have loved to get into Bitcoin uh, back in 2011 or something. Everybody, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But back when they were like eleven dollars. The thing is, we knew we knew what they were at the time. We just didn't. We just did not get into it because we didn't have money. But uh, yeah, we were children. Um, but I just think that I just think that like there's nothing really wrong. Also, Rajiv, don't worry about it. But your camera is kind of creep like freaking out a little bit and turning green. Uh, we'll just we'll edit it out in post. Don't worry. And by that I mean it'll exist on YouTube forever. But um, the I think that there's really no. I don't think that, like, even if you could spend Bitcoin on, like, every website, it would still take, like, 50 minutes for your transaction to post. If you're paying expensive fees, if you want to pay very little fees, yeah, it'll... Fees on Bitcoin are, really, are pretty high. Although, yeah, they're very high. everyone forgets that, that every credit card transaction charges 3% to the uh, Yes, but I, retailer. as a credit card owner, I don't pay that because I get those back as rewards. And so no, maybe everyone the, who the doesn't credit, have a credit card yeah, pays so the, for your the, Yeah, the, the prices of goods are artificially inflated to account for that. But like, so basically what I'm saying is if you don't have a credit card, you should probably get one. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. And get one with good rewards. Um, there's lots of good ones. And pay them on time because all the cash back shit from those cards are paid by the late fees and the overdraft fees and all the other shit that... 
that the fees on credit cards are insane. It's like a twenty something. Oh yeah, you never want to carry a balance. You would you should definitely if you ever want to carry a balance of credit card, you should just get a different loan instead and pay your credit card off with that loan because you'll. Yeah. Um, but you shouldn't be carrying a balance if you can ever. Carrying a balance, like it's basically it's very expensive to be poor in this country. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Um, if you ever it's, if you ever have to put anything on a credit card, you you might just be screwed first. So I'm also gonna say that what credit card you should get really depends on like where you are like money wise but um, what credit card you even can get like if well that depends on your credit, credit score. score but like um i have the american express gold card which is good but if you do not have a credit card right now i recommend everyone to get the discover card because it's really good um because it, it, it's free first of all you don't have to pay to own the discover card just because some cards have like annual fees that you must pay. Uh, and then you get like a rotating selection of benefits. You get like 5% cash back on those benefits for like two months at a time. And so like maybe you'll get like 5% cash back at like gas stations. And then the next month you'll get 5% cash back yeah. at like grocery stores. And then like the next month, maybe you'll get 5% back at like clothing outlets or whatever. Here's what you do though. You become the person who like buys everything for your whole apartment complex over at Costco. <laughs> and then you just get yeah. other people to like pay you back because you bought it in bulk for a cheaper price. Uh, and then you rack up the points. You're always the person paying for everybody and then getting venmo later uh, at the restaurants and shit like that. And that's a big scam. You can build up all this like credit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, when we uh, when we go on trips with me and my friends, we usually just have one person pay, and they get the we'll points. Them. And it's usually uh, it used to be whoever you know whoever got a card and needed the the, the, the spending target in, in four months or whatever. Mm -hmm. But now that we're past that, it's somebody who just wants the points. There's a spending target on cards. Yeah. So my the card well, only I, only for the first like three or four months of you. So it's for like it's for like sign up. Um, it's for sign up bonuses. So like. The card that I, I just got the American Express Gold card, and if you spend four thousand dollars within six months, you get a certain number of points back. Um, and then, so you want to hit that target. And I paid rent with mine because for some reason our apartment complex was letting us pay rent with our credit cards, and it was not a more an additional fee. So I was like, why would I not want the points? Oh yeah. Like, uh, but yes, and if, if anyone listening to this doesn't have a credit card, uh, if you're it, you should get a credit card and treat it like a debit card and it'll build your credit and it's really good. Uh, you should definitely do that. But don't that is absolutely don't spend money you don't have on your credit card because that's that's dangerous. Well, you should if you if you can afford it, get a get a credit card, go to just get the the cheap zero uh, zero dollar year credit cards. I like and then make sure that you have an auto pay from your whatever checking your savings account. Um, in my opinion, auto pay is always the best feature because and auto pay doesn't always work if you don't have like you don't always like some people are a little bit too close to the to the line and they right, don't want to and that's where it gets because that that's where it gets tricky because if you're if you're close to the line and you might not have the money for it you're going to start getting charged for an enormous amount of interest yeah and it gets so, very difficult it snowballs really quickly and yeah. it's very difficult to pay it off which is why you should treat it like a debit card for sure you don't want to spend money you don't you can't afford but i yeah. like but that like that's you you have to build credit as well because if you ever want to like get like a car loan or a house loan if you want favorable rates or a rate at all because right now i don't think you can even get like home but here's the thing really that kind of like is fucked up like other countries don't have a credit score and the credit score is a kind of like a recent thing that's come out like the boomers i don't think have had uh, have been around like the credit score when was the credit score made uh i'm gonna look it up real quick because i don't want to be wrong uh 
Duncan says, just keep paying off your credit cards with more credit cards. I think that actually exists because there's like a balance transfer feature that a lot of cards offer. After a while, they'll banks will stop giving. They'll you stop giving you new though. ones, but there are some cards that I think that are specifically designed to like help you get out of credit card debt because they have like huh. balance Usage transfer. of credit histories and employment screenings increased from 19% uh, in 1996 to 42 percent in 2006 so like credit scores is used for for employment um for employment are you sure that it's not employment screenings are used for credit card scores no the other way around it's the other way around that's oh. weird anyways more uh, more reason to get a credit card and start building your credit uh because yeah. there's there's only one way to get better credit scores and it's to use it even though it's a yeah. fucked up system that's with a lot of systems. The only, the only, you have no choice but to play. Yeah, and that's my philosophy. If I have to play the game, I'm going to try and win it. So, might as well. When was the freaking FICO score created? Uh, first introduced in 1989. That's when the FICO score came out. That's when credit scores so became, that? 30, 30 became years a old. thing. Yeah, it was fucking 30 years. Uh, <laughs> We don't have to have this system, uh, but it's uh, one that we have in the United States. Uh, my plan is, is probably just to figure out how to get a remote job and then just like move to some central like American country and just be Spanish there. I don't know. Like, You're it's supposed gonna... to pay American taxes, though. Yeah, yeah, but it'd be a lot cheaper for cost of living and housing oh, and everything else. I mean, uh, I'd risk it. Like, Honestly, <laughs> that sounds pretty baller. Like, you know, I... Get a, like when I settle down, maybe I move to like some random country. I would have to be able to speak the language, but like um, you can get really nice houses in like lower cost of living countries. And would like, you also have to pay like the Argentinian or the probably, uh, but tax yeah. or whatever. You could probably do that, but like you can, if the housing is so cheap, it shouldn't really matter, right? That's true. It'll it, yeah, it'll be offset. Like you can have like really nice houses in like South America in some areas. And like live very like a very wealthy person for the same price as like a um, like a three bedroom house in Denver. So yeah, M money buys like a one money. bedroom house in Denver. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but like these are, these aren't actually like poor countries. They're just over no, they're not poor. They're not poor. It's just that the United States housing market is extremely inflated. I think not that it, yeah. not that it's necessarily under like overvalued because it's what it's worth what people are willing to pay. And so until people aren't willing to pay that, it's going to keep going up. But like, yeah. um, in the U S the places that are affordable though, are usually like places like in the, in like the deep South or like in the boonies or like, yeah. you know, like what keeps the rent low is the racism. So you know? what's, <laughs> what's whack is the lack um, of everything. I, I, yeah. I learned this in between our, cause I know we talked about this with Pam with like rent, like landlord stuff, but I learned that Japan, their average rent price has been the same for like 20 years because they like just continuously build more housing and it's like the government of japan just continuously is like oh we need more housing let's make more so like the rent has fluctuated a little bit but it's it has not gone up like wait their government is helping their people yeah <laughs> um, so understand. it sounds great 
I think that we should definitely be. But also, that. their stock market has also been flat for twenty years. Yes, now. yes, but that's they have had no inflation. In, in but in the U.S., this is how it goes. Someone's like, I want to propose a walkable, dense community with stores on the bottom and multi-housing, multi-family housing uh, setups, and uh, we're gonna have a, a Section Eight housing available too, so it's like equitable to multiple income groups. Like, let's uh, let's do it and let's put bike lanes or whatever. And then some people come in and they're just like, oh, there's bike lanes, there's gonna mean more bikes on the road, this means more traffic. Uh, there's also gonna be more people living there with cars, that means even more traffic. I hate traffic, I don't want this to be built. Another person's like, this lowers my property values, uh, also I'm racist, I do not want Section 8 housing around my neighborhood. Or like another person's just like, uh, if there's more housing, then how am I gonna charge more rent? I am a landlord, uh, I do not want this uh, thing to be built where's the environmental impact study like yep. that's it's all the uh, the nimbies if you will yeah the nimbies are just like no don't don't build this here if it and, and this happens like whenever there's any kind of like like urban renewal even if it's like like equitable people are gonna are going to say oh this is going to be gentrification in order to prevent additional houses <laughs> from being built people don't get displaced if more housing is built to accommodate the people who are coming into an area we absolutely you know? need more housing basically everywhere well yeah like we need Denver... to fucking tear down the goddamn suburbs also <laughs> like if you're I... gonna tear down racist monuments start with the suburbs spicy take from pablo i was looking at for <laughs> housing and there's like basically none especially like that's like in my like price range like stuff will go in and out of the market in like a week or so sometimes um and then it looks like like there's only like pretty much like 20 or 30 like different apartment complex companies that you can rent from and then like there's a couple yeah. of like individual like smaller apartments that still exist that aren't in a conglomerate but like it's just a wild it's wild west out here where there's just and no And also every housing. time there's a small crash or, or probably like things like COVID happen when, um, you know, moderate sized landlords can't pay uh, their mortgages or whatever, they're going to default and then that property is going to go to a bigger, a bigger fish and all as, as in all industries, everything just keeps getting consolidated yep. up. Yep. Consolidated up. Pyramided up just like safe moon. Yeah. And I see uh, Alex's comment where he's like, credit scores came out uh, for a reason to deny minorities loans. And that doesn't surprise me. So that much sounds, of how yeah. <laughs> like the whole geography of the United States is built is all like redlining, uh, loan denials, uh, environmental racism. Uh, like it, that's most of why anything is anywhere. Like why is there a bad side of Detroit? Sure somebody couldn't do something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or like, uh, um, Shit, I forgot where I was going. But like when it comes to like these regular cycles that the economy goes through, it's people who have like wealth who are able to pretty much like absorb like the shocks of that. Oh yeah, and absolutely. And they're able to make like regular payments on, on stuff, like their lives are, are more stable. And so yeah, I mean the credit score would just be yet another mechanism uh for people with money to have greater access mm -hmm. to to opportunities than people who and don't. That's that's the other thing. So I was just thinking about this when I said uh, the Japanese stock market has been flat. So uh, everybody knows the U.S. stock market was booming in 2020. Um, but the the majority of people don't really invest in their 401ks. They don't have investment accounts. They they The majority of the U.S. population did not get any value out of the inflation, the, the enormous inflation in the stock market. Mm -hmm. And so that, like, to me, I was like, oh, wow, the stock market's going up. 
this is making a lot of people well yeah money. i don't i don't know exactly what the statistics are but i think it's like something like 30 percent of people like actively are like investing it's just because well, we just have like a huge we tied up in their houses and their cars well yeah houses is i mean having your money tied up in houses is probably good too because the housing market's been going up just like bad. the stock market but Cars are depreciating on average. Pretty much almost every car you'll ever buy is just going to immediately be worth less than what you bought it for, especially if it's new. Um, maybe if it's like a really old car and you like restore it, it'll be worth more, but like you also have to restore it, you know? Yeah, cars are a prison. Well, cars, I think the only reason to buy a car is because you need to drive somewhere or you just really like cars and you're willing to accept the financial loss. Like, how am I gonna go to Target if I don't own a car? Like, I don't exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big car person, so I still drive the car that I had in high school, and it is fine. But like, one day I'd like a nicer car. Yes, it, and I will be getting a nicer car eventually. But like, whatever. I'd rather my money be like in the bank or like in investments or whatever. Uh, but like, some people are like, cars are like their hobby, you know, and they're just like, hey, I want to buy a, a really fast car. And like, there's something to be said for that if you can afford that, but it is a terrible investment. It's not an investment. It is a fee. You're gonna okay. lose money. You're gonna lose money just like you would do if you bought into SafeMoon and then sold out after like a week, because five percent <laughs> of that money, or maybe I don't exactly know the percentage, is gonna go to someone who already owns SafeMoon. Yeah, like cars in a lot of the U.S. are just non-optional. In other places, like yeah, you can walk places, but here it's like yeah. cars are like the shackles of which we like put every single poor person under. And then if like there something goes and then wrong, we underfund the bus system. Well, the other problem, yeah. the other problem is the like cars. It's really hard to find cars that are cheap. Like my car, that like the car I drive is valued at like two thousand, maybe two thousand five hundred dollars. Because it, when I had got it, it had already been wrecked. Okay. It's not a particularly nice car in the first place. It's now, it's a 2011, so it's now 10 years old. Um, like, it's not, it's not a very high value. But if you go to a used car market, you cannot find a car for $2,500. It's not possible. The only way you could possibly find a car for that cheap is like on Craigslist. <laughs> and like, then you have to deal with the fact that you're buying from some random guy on Craigslist, you know? Which is probably not that bad, depending on like, what you're doing but like it is not as easy as going to a dealership but like car dealerships don't want to be selling you two thousand five hundred dollar cars because they're not going to make much profit off of that right yeah and, and car dealerships are their own kind of fucking nightmare like, also the reason why we can't like buy a car online or straight from the factory is because the dealerships put themselves as like the middlemen and like these transactions in some places uh they're legally protected as that's like, a yeah I, I don't that's, think we even realized that they were that that was the thing until tesla was like we don't want to make a dealership. We'll just sell to the consumer, and then all the all the states were like, "So that's illegal." Yeah. yeah. Well, they got around it. Saying, They're what? doing it now, but they. I don't like another yeah. car company would like. It would have been really hard for another car company to have done that. Um, and I think they kind of got away away with it because they're kind of treating their cars like phones, which I think is in another way also bad because Tesla doesn't like. You can't really go to a shop to get your Tesla fixed. You have to go to a Tesla store. I mean, some things you can go to. a Yeah, shop. they're the, they're the Apple of cars but um it's kind of stupid um i think that every i like the right i but want the right dealerships to repair. are nonsense though i want the right to repair on everything but yes dealerships are nonsense they shouldn't exist i hate negotiating with people like oh yes i don't want to buy this car for that price 
Uh, and, then, and then they're like, you want to buy my car? And I then they want to upsell you on everything, and they're like, uh, I actually follow a Facebook page uh, where salespeople put their memes, and it's completely filled with like car salesmen. And this has given me like an inner an inner view into like their world, like who they think has like a high credit score. It's people with like cargo pants and like New Balance shoes, and like walk around with like. A like if you got New Balance, it's like I want yeah. that guy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like their terminology for uh, for like if you have a uh, couple like wait double income no kids. Uh, that's a uh, a, a dino oh wait no wait no, no a, a dink. dink yeah a dink yeah um like uh, that kind of shit and and their like thing is like oh if you don't want to negotiate on the prices just pay the price that's on the sticker you know like or, or like why are you arguing with me clearly there's like an information disbalance here because i'm familiar with the cars and you're not and like uh, so just take my word for it of course like it um it's a it's a terrible game that's being played between the customer and the salesman, but like uh, I, I, the salesmen are aware of it. Uh, well, the real my real <laughs> problem is like yes, you're gonna get kind of you're probably gonna get screwed by going to a dealership, but you're guaranteed to get like a car that has at least a certain number of like things going right for it and not certain things going wrong because they're not gonna sell you a car that's like not working. They're not gonna sell you a lemon. It might well, have yeah, something wrong. A sketchy dealer. It might have something wrong with it. But you can usually go back and they'll be like, okay, we'll fix it. Cool. Um, but like if you go into the, the Craigslist market, you have none of those assurances. This person on oh, Craigslist yeah. can just be like, eh, you know, it drives. And then like you can ask to drive it, you can ask to see it, but you gotta be really careful about what you buy. So if you're not knowledgeable about cars or you're not knowledgeable about things in general that you're buying on Craigslist, you are taking a huge risk when you buy those things, especially if you haven't tested them, at least in some way first. Um, I think if, if you're gonna buy a car on Craigslist, so, you should probably take it to like a dealership and have it. Well, people uh, who are paid for it. Full if you like people who are like good with cars, a lot of them are fine with buying cars on Craigslist because they can go like examine the car, they can go look at the engine and be like, oh yeah, it looks good, and then they can like check the oil. It looks like they've changed the oil. Is there like whatever? But um, people, just the average car owner doesn't know as much about cars. Like even like. Me being a relatively like engineering focused, I mean, I'm not an engineer, but I'm a software person. I like, I like to know how things work. I don't know enough about cars to really make an informed decision about whether a car is like in good shape or not. Like my car is in okay shape, cool. Like if I, I would learn very little from opening the engine of a car. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and a lot yeah, of them sure. are sealed anyways, which is probably a good thing if it's sealed because then someone can't have fucked with it. And if it's running, it probably works. But like, uh, yeah, no, it's just a lot of stuff. Like, you got to check for rust on the frame, like, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, like, like my mom, if up. my mom were to buy a car I on say, Craigslist, she would not be doing it, that. Like, If you want to learn how a car works, the best way to do so is to get a shitty car that's breaking all the time. And you got to, like, pay for, like, each individual thing that needs to get fixed on it. Like, oh, that's the, terrible, the though, because then you're... Like, oh, like the... There's a point, like, whenever, so basically my philosophy on my car is it is cheap, but it has had no mechanical issues at all. And as soon as it starts to have any regular issues that just it keeps breaking down for multiple reasons, I will now at that point get a new car. Um, but like, I don't, yeah. as long as it works and, you know, it drives well and does it get you from point A to but, point B but the, but the, the important part about having a car is you want it to be reliable. You don't want a car that could potentially break down and leave you stranded and you're not going to be late to work 
or just not make it to work that day, you know, because that's not a that's not a good vehicle. You want a vehicle that will reliably get you there and doesn't fuck up, you know. You don't want to be stranded on the side of the mountain. Yeah, that I have been like in pretty sketch situations with my car. I mean, I paid enough to get it like fixed uh, up to a certain point, but I think my philosophy is if you can avoid buying a car, don't buy one. Make transportation a uh, more collective problem, right? Like why like like take, like I wish we had good buses. Maybe oh, yeah. like there are better trains and like more like de- like developed areas like a, Perhaps, like in New I, York or I Boston. I would invest in public transportation every day of the week. My yeah, sister lives like, in DC. She doesn't own a car. She uh, she takes the bus or the, or the subway everywhere, and it, it works out for her. But you can't do that in in most cities, I'd say. Yeah, and that's fucked up. I, I might start. I might start writing the. I might start writing the light rail to work once uh, I actually have to go back to work. Bless Denver. The, the light rail station is kind of far from. It is, but I could probably park my bike at the Dry Creek station, and then bike it to work. Bike it to work. I want to get one of those like electric big wheels that you can carry in like your backpack or something, you know, Uh, I already have like a fully mobile, like battery powered, like setup with this amplifier and guitar here. And I want to become like that guy who's just like on the big wheel playing the electric guitar on his campus. But it it would just be me. It'd be good advertisement. I'll be like, hey, get tutoring at that Pablo's tutoring. Uh, Here's some rants. Or get learned culturally on Enter the Zeitgeist. Yes. Just uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> walk around with the sign on your back. Look, right, yeah, sorry, I mean, roll around. We should make t-shirts. Let's become an underground movement. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Anyone who's currently subscribed, whenever we make these t-shirts, I will give you a free one. Look, just plugging my business on the side. If you need math tutoring, pay me money. Write a comment. Dude, <laughs> we should get some Heelys, Duncan. Heelys, ride your Heelys to work. I used to have Heelys. And then you can change out of your, uh, change out of your Heelys to your business attire. Heelys are great. I loved like having them like in the airports, uh, but like you quickly just get them confiscated at your middle school if you're just if they just don't want you to be cool. They just hate it when you're cool. That's it. <laughs> I don't know what else like they're like ah they leave little black skid marks on the floor like oh, fuck you. We got a need for speed. <laughs> oh my gosh, the blacks. So my freshman year of college, Alex, you're in the chat. You'll remember this. We all got scooters, and we like razor scooters. We we like rode razor scooters around our dorms. And then, like, when we broke, when we, like, used the brakes, like, a part of, like, the, maybe it was, like, the wax on the floor or whatever, but the wheels would get hot, and either the wheels were melting onto the floor in, like, a very thin layer, or the floor wax was getting messed up. But, like, the entire hallway that we lived on, and only our hallway, was all, like, marked up from the scooters. It was really, it was really great. Um, so do you remember, freshman year, there was a group of, I think, four guys that had right, scooters, and they would, like, ride them. We had carpet, but they would ride them in the hallways and stuff, and we were just like, who are these guys? Yeah, what, we, what I was that with? person at my school, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And then I got in a really bad Razor scooter accident, and, like, I, like, skinned oh, up, like, this entire part of my arm. And I was like... Oh, shit. It was bad. Um, and I, I did, I, I did not pick the scooter up again, and it died after that kind of. But we still had, we still had two friends that like rode them for like the rest of the semester, pretty much. It was really funny. I rode my bike. Now. He would, one not of our so friends now with one, Holly. One of our friends would just like ride to our dorm room and then crash his scooter into our door as his way of like being like answer the door, you animals. Like, <laughs> I feel uh, like uh, razor scooters are just not efficient. They're not like, a good probably, travel. You're, you're just better off walking. You're better off. 
I mean, they are faster than walking, but you are you are putting a lot of effort to only go. They a little fuck faster. up your shins. And and you yeah. have a potential for crashing. It's just because they're not they're not they're not really a good transportation method. The Razor scooter wheels are too small. Um, yeah. And also speaking of uh, so the the bird scooters or lime scooters or whatever. Those are really um, dangerous, I, but I do that's like. That's what them. I was just gonna say. I think they go too fast, and especially so. Well, they're not we stable. Were, like two weeks ago, when I when I took one home. Um, we've been drinking, and that's just, it's dangerous. They yeah. go like four, 14 miles an hour, but you can just... You should definitely be wearing a helmet if you're riding one of those, I think. But... Yeah, they have them in the downtown area in Knoxville now. Occasionally, you just see some people, like like a, a gaggle of guys just going way... Like, Fun fact, side. none of those scooter companies are profitable. Like, Lyft is not profitable on the scooters. Lyft is not even really profitable on Lyft in general. <laughs> but like, you just see them on the sidewalk and shit, and you're like, "What? Uh, this is gonna block some wheelchair user." Like, like fuck. Anybody who leaves them on a sidewalk. Is they were. Awesome. There was a period in like 2018, 2019 where they were really bad because there would just be piles of them on the. They were. There were way too many. I think is the problem. Yeah. They were just throw be, them in a lake. Throw them were, in a bush. There would be like distinct piles of them on the sidewalk. Like you'd have to like step over like four or five of them in Atlanta at sometimes. Yeah, that, that's the and worst. It's terrible. Now there's a lot less, I think, but like, and I think people are a little bit nicer about it and they like kind of just stand them up in a good spot. Or maybe there's just more people collecting them. I don't know. Um, uh, I, I still think they are a dickish invention because well, when you have one like parked in the middle of the sidewalk and you go to pick up. Well, no, that, that's the person who parked it in the middle of the sidewalk, yeah. though. No, 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 no. But the invention itself, this is what it does when you go to pick up to like move it somewhere sensible. You know, you're being a member of society, right? The scooter beeps as if you're trying to steal it. It's like, eh, no, leave me in the middle of the fucking road, asshole. Why are you doing picking me up? Beep, 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 beep. I'm just like, fuck. Fuck this scooter. It's an it's a dickish invention uh, I in think, itself. I think that like the, the scooter as well is like far inferior to the um, like the bike. Like they have those bikes, like they're jump bikes or just like city bikes. Um, like those are you can't leave you can't just leave those. You, you need so to the city, city bikes area. you have to take them back, but they have the bikes that are very much like the Lime scooters. But you just. Uh, like you, you just pay to use the bike, but you you, you have to build a, a you still have bike racks, you though. still have no 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 you don't have to have bike racks they just stand up they have kickstands those the, are just gonna be left everywhere then the problem though no but like there's there's not that many of them the problem though still arises people want have to pedal and people are lazy so they need we need electric bikes it needs to be the thing. But why would pedal assist? The bike solves a lot of the problems that the scooter has, though, because bikes are inherently more stable than a, than a scooter. If you run That's over true. a bump on a bike, you're yeah, not you're as likely off. to crash and burn immediately. Whereas if you run over a, a bump on the, one of those scooters, people have eaten shit a lot. Yeah. Um, well, in China, like the reason why they have so low like emissions per person is because like they just have a shit ton of electric bikes. If like everyone there had cars, yeah. like in the United States, emissions would be fucking. Way I'd, be, higher than I'd be super down for the electric bike. The other problem with the scooters and the bikes is you can't always guarantee that you'll have one where you need it. Yes. So like same if you, with the car. If you, like if you ride, if you ride oh, a scooter, car, you, you probably drove. You, you probably drove it somewhere and then you parked it. But like if you're if like if it's your own electric scooter or own electric bike, like cool, same like works for me. Uh, but if you're trying to like if you if you want to ride the Lime scooter to work. Or home from the bars. You can't guarantee that you'll have one 
at your disposal near you that you can actually use to get to where you want to go. So, which, which makes it not a very effective form of transportation. Which is why I think the city bikes make more sense because you should, in theory, you can like log into city bike and be like, here's how many bikes are available at the location near me. Same with the scooters though. Yeah. What I would like though is an electric bike where the back wheel, right? Like the, it, you can make it go use like the electrical battery power to turn the wheel, but you could also turn the wheel to recharge the battery. You yes. just have like this generator built in and like you just fucking ride the bike to charge it up like at your house or something. Going like back exercise. Going back to my, my hot girl summer, I'm going to be riding a lot of those scooters to bars. Those scooters, like, I will be honest, those scooters are, like, especially if your bars are, like... Especially because we live right near the bars. If, <laughs> like, if, you're, if you're, like, under two and a half miles away from the bar, those scooters are easily the move for getting back. Or getting there. Yeah. Because they're, I just they're, rode they're, my bike. They're oh, I, I, actually, no. I should just be well, riding my bike. bike. I own a bike. It's I need, not, to, I need to get a bike. It's not a good bike. I would sell you my bike. I'd sell get you my bike bicycle so I can get a with better the bike. boys. I know, bike on the middle funny. of the freaking road. I, like, the what move, are they gonna do? The move for bikes. You can ride two by two in the middle of the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, road. the move for bikes. Yeah. The problem with bikes, though, is you could theoretically get arrested for uh, public intoxication. Nobody's oh, they're not gonna yeah. for public intoxication. They probably won't. Well, like, as long as you're for, for the, driving, if, if you're, for like, biking if you're like being safe and not driving, but biking drunk gonna be like. A, it's a still a crime. It. I mean, so is jaywalking. But here's the thing: you can ride the scooters on the sidewalk. Biking on the sidewalk is technically illegal. Although there are bike lanes where we live there in are. Denver. Yeah, Broadway has bike lanes. Which, okay. That, I would not recommend never mind. drunk and riding a bicycle, though. Like, like if you're going to... Well, we're, only get, we're not going to be trashed. Well, and be... also the thing is, if, if, you're, if you're riding a scooter, I'm, I'm riding those in the bike lanes as well. So I'd be riding both of them in the same place. But the, like Hardy was saying, the bike is more stable. You're probably safer. Yeah, well, you can also probably get... Like, the bike, I think, goes faster than the scooter. You just have to pedal it. But you could get electric bikes that work the same way. Yeah. Um, bikes are expensive, though. Bikes are very expensive. That, that, for, like a, even to like get a, a bike that isn't just absolute garbage, it's that, like a like Walmart. 500 at least. Yeah, you want to probably pay 500 Or so you can go on Craigslist, but you I mean, can also get a limit. Shout out to Knoxville Dream Bikes. They have like really affordable bikes. I got mine for like $200, and uh, basically they're, they're built from like recycled like other bike parts and they give oh. like experience for like making uh, things to local high school kids. Uh, well, that's pretty so. cool. The oh, issue so is around here. Yeah. So Dream bikes. Rajiv, you should look into Craigslist as well. Cause that's, that's the best place to get good deals on bikes. Yeah. And I'm thinking that a lot of people, a ton of people bought bikes last summer. Um, and hopefully some of them realized I don't actually need this. I have notoriously bad luck with bikes. Um, my current bike that I have, uh, two days after I bought it on Craigslist, the pedal fell off. I did a bunch of work to replace the pedal myself. I'm now a bike, a bike repairman. Um, then I bought like in, in February last year, I was like, I want to do mountain biking. Like right before the pandemic happened, I was like, I'm going to get into mountain biking, bought a mountain bike, fourth trip I went on. And this was an expensive mountain bike. I spent over a thousand dollars on this mountain bike. The pedal falls off. <laughs> I two bikes in a row. Pedals have fallen off on the on me. If it happens twice in a row, maybe maybe it's maybe bikes are not for me. So, anyways, <laughs> I I got a full refund. Thankfully, I'm not a mountain biker anymore. Um, but and I did not get hurt. I only skinned myself up a little bit. My scooter, my razor scooter accident freshman year of college, I got hurt way worse. Um, but I was really mad. Uh, I do want to get a, a like a better bike than my current 
garbage tier 1970s maybe bike. I don't even. I could yeah. not even figure out what bike. year it was manufactured. There are no records. There's no records of Schwinn's manufacturing at this time. Huh. Um, I want to get uh, an electric uh, pedal assist like retrofitted onto my existing bike. I just really want oh. like a really like ragtag, rinky dink, like little like uh, uh, what do you call it? like a, a a Rube Goldberg machine type oh. looking <laughs> thing. Like I think that would very much appeal to me. <laughs> Are you guys getting Discord notifications? Because I'm not hearing any Discord notifications in chat. I didn't. No. I'm getting uh, just like I'm just reading like the comments here. People getting juiced. Yeah, John, like Alex, are you hearing my Discord notifications? Because I'm not yeah. hearing them. My hot boy summer is gonna be completely Duncan dependent. I think at this point, like if Duncan can get me into into the pilot light, I'll go uh, fight a Nazi, uh, become arrested, be, get deported to Argentina, uh, have my permanent residency card confiscated, take over Argentina, come back to the United States, land a hottie. That would be Pablo's hot hot boy summer, dude. My That's hot, a great plan. My hot boy summer is just to keep keep uh keep getting my deadlift maximum going up, and then maybe someday a girl will find me attractive. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna. It's a difficult thing to bank on, Hardy. I'll review the I'll review the tape later, Alex, and see if I can hear any of these. Um, because I cannot, but uh, I can't hear anything from you. At well, least. I are you. Yeah, but you're hearing through Discord, right? So you wouldn't know, right? Because you're not you're not listening to the stream. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, dude, yeah. But I got the long hair. I want to make the long hair work. There's gonna be a lot of people. Who also, don't like okay. Long hair. I like the I like the hair. I asked Rajiv this today. Should so I was think I've been thinking about growing my hair out. My hair is currently the longest it's ever been. Should I cut my hair? Because do you think it looks good right now, or do you think you look better? Here's the with question. Your hair? I think it looks fine, but it is in the, It's getting to that awkward stage where it does this, and that's not. That's no bueno. Okay, you, I can't you, you see. You can have the single, uh, the single swoop, and you I know, can't see pull up the emo look. But also, yeah, but also, look, the single swoop. What are you talking about? You know how it's. Uh, oh, the, you have just one down covering, covering the one eye. This is how you do it. Well, so that happens oh, naturally. Not, oh. <laughs> that happens naturally. I always have a pro no, no, tag. No, you have to, if you're gonna go emo, you have to have black hair. Sorry, Hardy. The brown's just not gonna work. I can't be an e boy? Okay. I don't think so. Also. No, no you cover one eye. Also, yeah, okay, that's, so that's what I'm saying. We, we style them up. Eye. We style them up. Cool. We're styling them up. I don't have. I don't like using product in my hair because it's like stiff. It makes me feel weird. I can't hear what you guys are saying because I have this headband that I wanted to start wearing, but my hair's not quite long mm -hmm. enough. But like. I think that's a good look. Interesting. I think that's a good mm. look. Um, I've never seen it. You gotta have two of It's them. like it's like a sports headband. Um, it, it gives you. It actually looks a lot better on me today on. than it did like three the weeks ago. Eyes and but it's like it's a sports top. it's a sports headband. <laughs> this looks so bad. I like it. I'm a big fan. The problem I is, think, I, I think the single headband. Uh, that's not a bad look. So here's the problem. Bad. My hair is just a little bit too short. And it has it like this yeah. like weird thing at the back. It doesn't, it doesn't had, bunch up enough at the if back. If I had longer that. hair, it would look way better. Um, but you would have to wear that headband for like a, a good amount. I feel. I would have to wear this headband forever because otherwise it would look well, terrible. After I mean after a while you get to like Pablo's level where it just it starts falling to the sides and around. Yeah, but like I will say I do like the headband, so I'm not sure if I want to keep wearing it or not. Um, 
I think I think in, if I keep if I keep my hair for like another month, I think I'll be long enough to wear this headband and it won't look weird in the back. Um. So I don't know. I think you could pull it off then. Duncan, you're I, saying I you use my, pomade? I, I will give some pomade a chance. I have some. You can. You can. I have. All right, uh, Rajiv. This is a. Uh, this must be done. I will. I will. I will come and collect some tomorrow and see how I can style my hair. I don't know. Man, I like that. My hair right now is at the point where like I can, can I can get it like all in a ponytail, like back it's, here. It's all and about none of it like slides out. It's all about the middle hair. part. Uh, I don't know if I do a bun. I just have like the ponytail. That's probably right, it because I don't think it's gonna get that not, long. Not, so here's the other question. Anymore, I'd look like a samurai or something. I walk around looking like a like like I don't know like I drink hopsy beer like grassy <laughs> beer. I don't know. I'm a wine guy personally. I gotta look like a wine guy. I gotta I gotta get a black turtleneck. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, fit the theme. <laughs> you know what? I never. I, I don't get a little greasier. But that that's that's much that's more that's way more wine. <laughs> yeah, the black turtleneck. I never never thought of that. We before. should okay, Rajiv. Here's the move. We get black turtlenecks. We go out to Denver. We win. Alright. We win. I gotta get the point. We, we no, we get exactly. everyone we get everyone in our group. We buy them black turtlenecks. The, the squad turtleneck. We, we say, look, if you're coming out with us tonight, you're getting a black turtleneck. In, women included. They're wearing black <laughs> turtlenecks. Yeah, yeah. And we, right. Where we, we, we uh... just we, we go into bars and we take them over. And we and then we become everyone's right, friend. Here's the thing: people want to talk to us now because we are like a special group that is only wearing black turtlenecks. They're like, who are those people? They're doing something fun. We can't do it in the summer though; it's too hot. No, 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 no. Do, It's all we about, gotta no, wear. No, no. We're those doing it in the long, summer. White, white sleeved, like long, like those shirts that like construction workers wear, like to be we're, to be cool in the sun, right? And we wear sun hats, and we're ready. Like, we're doing it in the, the summer, uniform. and we're gonna sweat our asses off. <laughs> we're going to the <laughs> nightclub, and we're gonna dance. Black turtleneck only, like. All right. That's true. I could, uh, I could be in for that. And get electric wheels. We're all rolling about on the same big electric wheel. Either that, or we all roll, get denim roll jackets. Roll up to the club on your. Uh, on okay, your, whoa, whoa, whoa. Denim jacket. Everyone gets a <laughs> denim jacket. Ah, uh, I feel like that's already taken. That's a niche that's taken. Denim on denim. That's classic. That's classic. Uh, a lesbian look. Uh, that's true. And apparently, Canadian. 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 Canadians do denim on denim? Whoa, who's, okay. saying we're, who's saying we're doing denim on denim? We're not wearing jeans. We're wearing uh, business attire, okay? Um, we're wearing slacks, okay? You're throwing that over your... Uh, with over with your, a denim uh, jacket? With a denim jacket. We're bringing it back, baby. It's been back! What about, the, uh, what about the leather jacket, Hardy? Oh, wait. There's I also, like, a punk thing with uh, denim jackets. So you, like, sew yeah. on patches. I don't know how I feel about leather jacket, because I feel like leather has a tendency to, like make noise and squeak and i'm not that i don't want to squeak when i move that's true i think if you get, i want to rustle i want to rustle one look if you get we a wear one, you can have it latex gimp suits dude duncan's uh, got me down <laughs> duncan's got my number right now <laughs> cream chinos denim jacket casual button up or tee that is a look uh oh man we're gonna I feel like i would... over our blazer I just don't want to look like my dad's a lawyer, or that I would say that my dad's a lawyer. Uh, huh. Ah. Look, okay, you wear the deep V, burgundy red tee, uh, hairy chest. Yeah, if in. you don't have a hairy chest, 
you draw on a Harry Tess with a Sharpie uh, in some black or off-black color, uh, like purple. <laughs> my purple hair. I dyed my chest hair purple. Sleeveless. Do people dye uh, their chest hair? Wait, wait, wait. You said it's sleeveless DV? Yeah, and and you know, what? Okay, what else? Uh, you're wearing like one of those like uh, rainbow caps with like the little like uh, spinning like uh, a propeller on the top of it, and it has like lights on it so that it, it's like a like powered by something, so it spells out like "fuck me" um, <laughs> in the air with the trail oh, of the LEDs. Go, go, go the... Okay. Yes. Okay, okay. Okay. So propeller hat, easily recognizable, uh, and then uh, a neon yellow uh, short shorts. Uh, with Crocs. Uh, oh, wait, with the problem with neon on. yellow, depending on the fabric that it's made out of, it might be see-through. Uh, even better. <laughs> so this is, don't forget, Hardy, this is Hot Boy Summer. Ooh, you're right. It's Hot Boy Summer. Just kidding. Okay. Crocs you know and what? socks. You know what? <laughs> I'll be right back. You guys continue the conversation. Alright. Penny loafers. And the shoes, I, uh, the shoes I got on are these. I feel like these are very neutral shoes. Are those, uh, uh, what kind of shoes are those? Um, these are the fucking. Uh, are those Allbirds? Um, yeah, Allbirds. All right, yeah. I have the exact same shoes. <laughs> yeah. But mine are, mine are a little bit small. I kind of wish I had gotten one size up, but it's okay. Yes. But look, I also have. Okay, we're talking about shoes. I'm going to bring this up while John's gone. I've been coming up with this, uh, like, model here uh, mm -hmm. for my own foot, right? Uh, and I have been weaving. A it's hot boy summer. It's time to make rope some jorts. For an espadrille, I'm going to get this rope and like uh, tie it up like that, like or, or like curl it up, and then uh -huh. sew it through. And that way, you have like the bottom of a shoe that's made completely out of jute. Uh, Wait, what? That's pretty. Yes. I'm currently creating some jorts here. And then you can just okay, crochet are you some, some shorts. Yes. Like, hold on. One moment. <laughs> what, let, let me see. Let me see the, the original pants. Before you cut them? Okay. Pantslessness in the chat. Are there some Levi's. Are, these, are, are, they, are you not going to use those anymore? Those jeans? Uh, I have I have one other pair of jeans. Wait, you only have two pairs of jeans? I've already started the cut. I've already started the cut. I wear pants. Too, too late. late. He can save the jeans oh, for yeah. patches. Oh, how short are you stuff. going? Um, so I've heard that you need to cut off at the pocket, but we're going to start off a little bit less. Lower? Jamie, pull up the penny no, loafers. You, you can always make it shorter, Hardy. You can't make it longer. Um... I gotta show off these thunder thighs, my dude. Oh, I oh. Hardy's very, I know, Hardy's very proud of this. Oh, this, penny uh, loafers have been in. What? What are penny loafers? Hold on, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna share my screen. All right, so, okay, we've cut off one leg. That's a jort right there, baby. The penny That's loafer. a jort. Oh, no. That's a jort. Is it showing up? <laughs> I think. Yeah, but those look, uh,. Those look like your dad's player, I feel. So more so than anything else. Look, look at these. These do not say that my dad's a lawyer. This says. No, no, that's better. I smoke marijuana. Uh, I don't know what yeah. it says. <laughs> it probably that. Natural. It's not a. Uh, by the way, that's not showing on stream. On stream. Oh, I need to watch the stream. I'm sorry. It's because I'm streaming. Okay. Yeah. There we go. What, what do you say if, if somebody pulls up wearing, wearing some Dude, of these? Daisy Dukes are the only thing you want in this life. It, if it's not a Daisy Duke, it's not a, it's not the jorts you want. So I think Dude. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to refine these design after mm -hmm. I put them on because I don't know how they're gonna turn out. But I'm gonna I'm gonna rock these to a pool party one day. It's gonna be real. I'm gonna show up. Right. 
gonna show up with some like ah uh, there we go pair of wild pants in the back that i've never uh never had the confidence to wear maybe i'll wear those let me let me see if i can find them all right one moment one moment i'm 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 gonna put these on are you gonna yes on camera but uh i'm gonna be yeah you can't see me my time is now i'm taking my other pants off right now so pablo your uh, your question of are this you wearing pants? This, this is a thirst trap the answer for <laughs> Answer hard is currently no. Am I wearing pants? Skinny. I'm still I'm currently wearing pants right now. Oh my god. These oh, are you so want to know the truth? If I'm wearing pants? These are so hard to take off at the moment. You want the truth? Ooh. I'm like shimmying. These are way easier to take off and put on when I'm like standing up. Oh my god. Yeah, who, who, uh, who puts pants on when they're sitting down? Well, the jeans aren't going to be that hard, I don't think. Dude, Say hello to the there's no, Polly. there's gonna be no, uh, there's gonna be no visible anything other than this, these jorts once I've got them Party, on. This, this, I think this is some sexual. This content. is a, look, how else are we gonna get subscribers, okay? <laughs> We're all looking like, at you. Oh yeah, baby. This is a <laughs> thumbnail. You, you this is a thumbnail. I could just turn my camera off, but uh. But you're committed now. Look, how else am I gonna get those, those thirst trap energy in, in the, in our. Oh god, these are really short. I got a DreamWorks face. <laughs> I told you to make no. them longer, Hardy. You can always make them shorter. Hey, baby. John, John, we didn't have the clip moment where, where we come up with the icon for the episode. Oh. I just like go in and I hide hey. hey, this. Back up, back up, Hardy. Back up. Oh, actually, that's not, a, I like that's not them. bad. They're, they're, they're actually, they look really tight. They are very <laughs> tight. These jeans, this is why I was fine with cutting it. They are some <laughs> tight jeans. Uh, but... Look, dude, it's a move. Wait, it's a, I, it's a look. That's Hot a boy summer. It's a look. Look, I'm bursting out of them. I, could, I, I could... have a, I have two pairs of blue, a pair of light blue, and a pair of black jeans. Yeah, we should cut one of mine too. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've got them now. The, the light blue jeans, I want, a, I want a new pair of dark jeans. So, dude, I should, I should go, I should go to the gym like this, like, like do some yeah. squats. Uh, yeah. You're gonna pick up boys and not girls? <laughs> Maybe. You don't know. But I'm a big fan. Wait, wait, wait. You look like that guy from, like, TF2. The so freaking, like, uh, Australian here's, Now guy. here's the question. You know what I'm talking about? Now here's the question. I have this denim fabric. What do I do with it? Just cut it up into little squares so you can use it to patch up holes in, like, any of your I'm gonna keep clothing. it. I don't know what I'm gonna use Learn it for. Learn to sew. Fix your shit. It's pretty difficult to sew through denim, though, by yourself. Get a machine. Oh, Duncan God. says clip it and be like programmer faps on Zoom meeting. <laughs> I like it. But no, I think that I think that jorts are a very hot boy summer item. Anytime I'm going to like a day party, like a, like a, a day function, I might wear these jorts. Yeah. If we're if we're and I should get some like really colorful compression shorts to put under it. It's you're, a vibe. Are you gonna have those, like, visible below the? the Look, imagine me wearing these jorts and this headband at the same time. Like, oh. it's gonna be an incredible look. Let's do this. Ugh. Oh God, who's the Australian guy oh. from okay, TF2? I really gotta pull this up and put it in the chat so that people know who I'm talking about. It's not the fucking sniper. It's the, the heavy? fucking buff dude. It's the heavy, isn't it? Oh uh, shit, now it's just showing me buff guys. 
It's not. It's not the heavy. It's like the guy, the fucking uh, Texas guy. He's like, I guess, like the owner of the red team. I'm think. What? I'll be honest. I haven't played. I only played a little bit of TF2. I tried it once. I love TF2. Pablo and I used to play TF2 so long ago. Shit, that's the engineer. All right. Oh fuck it. Cup of tea there. Someone will find out eventually. So speaking of fictional characters, Duncan did not say it. Speaking of fictional characters, it's 2021. The I feel like 2020 and 2021 combined have been the renaissance of anime. It's true. And it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's basically entered the mainstream. It has entered the mainstream. It has entered the zeitgeist. Anime is now zeitgeist. People who have never watched anime before have started watching Attack on Titan. They've started watching yep. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is in theaters and is like selling record tickets. Um, I need to go to see Demon Slayer. I might go tomorrow. Um, yeah. But the anime is fucking it. Like it's here to stay. Yep. What what caused this? Is it just because we were inside and people were bored and they wanted more things to watch? I think I think that people want people have been watching an incredible amount of Netflix and all the all the streaming services, and people realize that anime. A lot of the animes have they have really good storylines, even if they're a little bit um, you know the animation they're animated and you know somehow they have uh, what we might call anime moments. Um, but overall, they have a really good you know Attack on Titan, Full Metal, um, all these uh, Death Note. They have really good stories. Um, that are just told through a different medium than live action, and people I'm realize my this. mom to watch Attack on Titan. Yeah, no, uh, our wow. friend, our friend Tyler, he started watching Attack on Titan like a week and a half ago, and he already finished all everything. He's he he, he watched seventy five episodes, and now he's reading the rest of the manga. And like, I think, uh, this man has I, never watched anime ever before, and he just binged the entire series. Um. It's. I'm glad it's happening because I've been watching anime for years, and now, now my culture's, uh, you know, my weed life, don't have to hide it as much. So out of my, uh, we still have to hide it a little bit. From, uh, from my home. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten out of, no, eleven out of twelve people have now watched Attack on Titan in this chat. I think. Uh, and probably ten of them have watched *The Hunter*. It's uh, it's in. Yeah, I'm 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 personally very happy. I want to see more movies come out. I want to see I want to see what happens after, in 2022, when people are no longer stuck at home. Are people still gonna be watching anime? Right. Has, has it broken in for real, or is it just or like a? Is it temporary? Was it like thing? Tiger King, where everyone's like, "Oh, we watched." Or Tiger is it? King, or is it just because it. of like Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer? Like, there are people only well, interested in those. I don't think not that many people here. I don't think have watched Demon Slayer, even though it's incredibly popular, at least from what I've seen. Maybe that's true, but is it just Attack on Titan, or is it just like a couple shows? Because like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like like we said, Attack on Titan was one of the most popular shows of early twenty twenty one. Yeah, like I mean, it the was only Beto was Wandavision, like. Yep. Which is wild, and like I don't think that many people are watching the Falcon and Winter Soldier, just because I don't really care, and I probably will watch like that a, show. I watched it; it was okay. It was okay. I probably will. I'm gonna say watch that show. I really hate the freaking yellow guy from like uh, Demon Slayer. Like he, like the oh the the scared one. 
Yeah, he's always scared. He's always an idiot. And then it's like he passes out. It's like, I'm, a, I'm certainly a badass now, but I'm, you have me along with the second comic relief character, which is like the bore person that wants to fight everybody. And, oh, shit. It's like, it's too much. It's too much comic relief. I the can't main, take yeah. any of these people The main character serious. and his sister are great. And then both of those other characters are not great. They're terrible. They need to do like a heroic sacrifice. Like, I make up for myself <laughs> well, the by problem, dying. The problem, get him okay, out of the story. The, the boar-headed guy, he's like the thirst trap for everyone. Because when he takes off his his hat, all the all the ladies are like, oh my god. He's got eyes. And then, mm-hmm. um, I think... The, the other, other ones are useless. Well, the other guy is just like, he's like... I think he's mostly, because he's scared all the time, he's like that... He's- He's, a, he's feeling a trope, you know? He's just always screaming. He's like, There's like a girl and he's like, ah, please, please have sex with me. I'm an incel. I don't know. Marry me, lady. Ah, that is, whatever. That is a problem I feel. Uh, so what was um in My Hero? Who's that? The, the small purple character? Don't get us yeah, started. Yeah, purple Don't guy. get us started he sucks. on My Hero. I, get that shit out of here. Pablo and I, I hate him. And that's like, that's like the problem with a lot of anime. I think there's too much of that weird stuff in the traditional anime. Whereas Attack, yeah, on, like, Attack on Titan is a yes. special special show because it doesn't have that. But don't get Pablo yeah. is only it's just like listen, we are the military people and we're tasked with doing this and we're also gonna discover the world and that's all we care about. Don't yeah, get Yeah, that's Pablo why I watch started. it with my mom. There's no none of that like Nothing ooh weird. like a uh, beach scene, <laughs> like, like a beach party ago, time. Like a week ago, Pablo and I were just like like googling all the bad things that we don't like about the my hero academia fandom and it's just like everyone ships everybody which is just a problem with media i blame tumblr in general the worst i blame all these kids are underage all of them are underage (laughs) like i blame tumblr but everyone's just like oh yes uh these these two characters that are definitely not gay they are now or they shipped all might with deku all might what that's yeah, that's like incestuous. Like th- that, like that is like. And pedophilic. Yeah. Uh, no, but I uh, think this is the problem. This is not not just an anime. Uh, um, it's anime definitely problem. it's definitely a it's fan a problem. Fan, on, an online. It's fandom a fandom problem. problem. It happens in video games. It happens in animes. I think it happens the most though in video games and animes. Yeah, probably. Probably because they're fictional characters and they're easy to draw them. Well, I mean, everybody, uh, what was it? Uh, Supernatural. Everybody shipped those brothers together. So yeah, but I, I mean, I guess I was insulated from that because I didn't, I don't really know anything about Supernatural and I wasn't. Well, the thing, the, the thing is, is that they've kind of just been like, uh, like baiting like the audience with with those two characters. And at the very end, it's like one of them is like, yeah, I'm actually in love with you. Also, I'm going to immediately go to hell because I said that. End of the show. There you go. You get, you get the person to to be gay you, you get to say that they were gay uh you give them no Wait, screen time afterwards the that happened at the end of the show yeah shit did i spoil it i don't no, know no, no. i watched the first 10 seasons then, then. i just I, saw twitter go statu- crazy i think the statue of limitations is out on supernatural it's yeah, been out no, for so I'm long not... yeah no, the, the last season was was last year i think oh really yeah they went to like 16 seasons or i thought it i thought it was a show season. that had like finished airing like 10 years ago people were just still watching it well, no, it just it, keeps going and keeps going. No, because the first five seasons were good, and then the next, all of them were not. Mm, okay. yeah, they're well, just trying to beat the dead horse, and that's why, like, they they add all these like uh, uh, contrived like last minute like thrown, uh, th- well, not last minute thrown in romances, but just a shit that like, I I don't think like the authors like were wanting like to go through or, or actually because if you just have like a, two characters like 
uh, admit their love to each other or something like at the end of the scene, and then one of them. Well, that's how sitcoms end. Mega hell. Yeah, no, but like oh, it's like. Friends, that was dumb. Yeah, no, no, but like they end up together or something like that or, or whatever. I don't know what they were trying to do the with whole, the ending, oh, yeah. where it's like, oh, one of them just goes into. They were. Part. They were. That's. Uh, they're just. If the romance is in any way like an actual like plot device, that's how like the show ends. Is when it's the will they won't they is over. There's no yeah. mystery there, you know. It's really yeah. hard to keep the interest after the will they won't they period's over. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, that's usually what they use to like tie up the plot. But like, you, it, there's like a lot of shows that that are kind of like like this, and so that's why people end up like shipping characters like Sherlock and Watson from Sherlock Holmes. And things like that, and like the whole like I guess like the whole culture around that is just people don't produce a whole lot of like gay media, like there's not. So people are like, oh fine, I'll just make my own. You t take <laughs> these two male characters share close friendship. They're gay now. Uh, they're married. Uh, that's uh, the content. That's my headcanon uh, now. Yeah, yeah. And so like uh, that's why there's like uh, so much of those uh, kinds of fanfics. I saw like this Sarah Z video that talked about it. Sarah Z is a very good uh, media commentator so on YouTube. So I'm I I'm actually wait wait wait. I want to interrupt here though. You well, we're gonna go back. But I actually don't have a problem with fan fiction because I feel like that's like a separate entity. I'm not. I don't mm -hmm. read fan fiction, but I feel like it's kind of self-contained. It, 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 like, it's, I don't, like, yeah. But like, the, my problem with shipping is if you go on like the subreddit for any of these Anything. like fandoms, you're gonna see lots of shipping occurring for the same characters for like anyone. It doesn't matter. Every single character possible is gonna at some point be shipped, and it's gonna be on the front page of the subreddit. That's true. Okay, let's go back, Pablo. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Yeah. Uh. But I was just talking about uh, that content. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's a it, it's a Tumblr phenomenon. I mean, there's also like other <laughs> shit like Kevin, like Sarah Z also talks about this, which is like the freaking Onceler from uh uh that what's the fucking the, you know the uh, the Lorax, right? There's like an animated feature made by Illumination of the Lorax, yeah. which basically like, which has, I, I have not seen that movie by the way. Yeah, it has no it's, plot, it's but Seuss it has book, like right? this like indie boy like emo lanky character like at the beginning like some kind of like tim tim burton-esque whatever and so quickly they were just like oh shit uh this this guy needs to kiss somebody uh <laughs> quickly the art comes out uh and rather than well i mean i'd just say watch the sarah z video because it's absolutely ridiculous they ship him with himself alternate timeline versions of himself uh and alternate like universe versions of himself until what? the point that they have like Onceler, uh, freaking like uh, uh, Infinity Wars, or I don't know what, <laughs> what is the fucking thing. It's like the good Onecelers versus the bad Onecelers, and they're all fucking uh, kissing each other or, or whatever. Uh, it, 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 it's like people will do, make it out of nothing if they if they need to. <laughs> yeah. Have you did you ever play Undertale, Rajiv? No, I had I had friends that played that. This problem is very prevalent in the Undertale community. They have infinite versions of alternate everything. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? That was like ten years ago. It is no no no, it was not ten years ago. That came out in like Maybe it was ten years ago. Oh my god. <laughs> when, when did Undertale come? I, I came I played Undertale late like I purposefully avoided any like fandom stuff because I, I usually feel like those things get like a little bit obsessed and maybe gatekeepy and toxic or 2015 or so it's not oh yeah okay, okay. but still that's older than I'm I thought of, I'm thinking of something else then I think 
think. But geez, like there, there's just like infinite fan stuff, and I think that's probably because it's easier to make fan stuff because the art is simpler than exists. other. And like, oh yeah, it's simpler, and you can also just kind of use the asset flips. But like, I, it's it's just amazing. It's, <laughs> it's like, I'm not a Pablo, and I also went down a deep dive on this at one point. Yeah. There's so many things that Pablo and I have gotten into weird conversations with that I wish we were streaming. But, uh, <laughs> oh. Take you on a journey. I, I think that we also had one about freaking, like, uh, like the, the espadrilles, and that's why I'm still on them. Like, Oh, yes. What, what, what is an espadrille? It is a uh, shoe that's just completely made out of fibers or whatever. It used to be made out of this kind of, like, uh, esparto-type grass around Spain, but now it's usually made out of jute. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, they would be made around France, Spain, or whatever. They're like two ropes that are like woven uh, together by very like smaller like threads, so that when you roll like the it, it up on itself into kind of like a shoe shape, you can pass a needle between the two ropes and like tie it all together, and then you can uh, sew on like a cover on top of it. It's a it's a shoe. It's a shoe where the sole is made out of rope. Uh, and I thought that it was great because it's it's practically the only one that you can that that's like biodegradable or something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. every other shoe, even the freaking all birds are like, ah, we're so good for the environment. We recycle the the whatevers. Like it's still plastic. It's still in the in the landfills forever. God knows where they go. Uh, and so I think, hey, hemp is produced in um, in Tennessee. If you want like the most ethical shoe, it'd probably be one made out of hemp, like in Tennessee, or it'd be like a deerskin moccasin or something like that. Like if you want it to travel the least distance and not produce carbon, whatever. And if the shoe goes bad, what, 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 what are you gonna fucking compost it? It's made out of grass. What, what <laughs> like, yeah. Have you made, you, you've, you've been making one, right, Pablo? Do you have the work in progress? Yeah, yeah, I have like the the little woven one, and I showed it while you were while you were out for a little bit. Uh, but here's like the <laughs> shit. The bonded pair. I'm kind of fucking it up. We've shown espadrilles on the podcast before. But... I have the materials uh. right, but oh, okay. I don't want it to get any more tangled up with itself. Uh, but I can make it pretty fast now. Like I have it. I have like the weaving process on like these little spools or whatever. It's pretty meditative, but I gotta study for an exam on Monday, and so. I've not been working on it so much. I do have this though, so I can fit it to my shoe size. <laughs> it shows up like this is you, like a little blueprint. Is that is that where you're uh, going to like? Is that yeah. going to be part of the shoe, or is that going to be? Awesome? No, it's where it's how I designed the shoe. You have like these two little pegs, and so you put you wrap it around like two times on this one, so that this side is fatter, and you wrap it around once on this side. And then you keep wrapping it around and eventually it's going to form this kind of shape that's like narrow in the middle has like a bulge here a bulge here right huh. uh to make the shoe i'm all down for that the only problem is puddles is what yeah, yeah. puddles no yeah these are not for wet situations these are obviously going to be a dry weather and probably mostly indoor shoe uh, that's usually what they were used for. I mean, in Argentina, they're called arpayatos, and people use them for like indoor uh, summer use. Uh, that's that's their purpose. But I think it's just interesting that they don't have any machines that make them here, uh, and they don't have anything that's like made out of local fibers. And if you're trying to look for a completely hemp-made uh, espadrille, the only person who makes it, I think, is like Prada. No, wait, no. Um, let's start an espadrille company and let's make our yeah, let's make like, a Shopify. I think you could. 
so like people love the uh stuff that's like very environmentally friendly these days yeah and, like you said you're right um even like Allbirds or any of these like more environmentally friendly shoes you can't um let's make a shop let's make a shop let's make a let's make a let's make a process let's go it's yeah. probably not terribly different if you can like feed you can probably get like a we can probably get a weaving machine yeah. And then we can just well, feed it uh, uh, The weaving process is kind of different than from like the typical braiding machines that you usually find. Uh, and even like in France and Spain, like doesn't seem to be like there's like people who make these machines around much anymore. Uh, and so if, if we're gonna make a machine, we gotta make it from scratch, like have like a 3D printer uh, or something like that. I have an idea for a design, uh, uh, but- Let's uh, do it, Pablo. Let's, be, <laughs> let's, make a, let's make a business. What are we gonna call it? Um, fucking, not a terrible shoe. <laughs> I don't know, like shoes. Name some later, Hardy. Name some. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm can't... not gonna be. I'm obviously not gonna be the marketing guy because Green. I'm R and D. Greenies, let's go. Green, greenies, green shoes. You got your pair of greenies? Yeah, this got some fucking hemp. Dude, I'm wearing greenies. my greenies today. I'm I'm saving yeah. the I'm saving the world with each step. Save the world. Save the world step by step. Ooh, that's, a that's a tagline. That's a tagline. How do you get the tagline down? We can come up with the name, but that, that's the tagline. Ooh, sure. save the world. I mean, they can work out for as like carbon storage. Like, what's better than like freaking like uh, uh, growing grassland? I mean, uh, obviously, like the farming would have to be done sustainably, but then it would just be like, this was not a chew that's going to destroy the planet. Uh, it doesn't produce plastic. Here's the real goal we get bought out by Nike. Nike buys our machine, they start making machines. We, that's, they, they mass produce this. We uh, we help save the world. We help save the world step by step, and then we also get rich doing it. Come on, because Nike yeah. can probably mass produce these way faster than we. Can. Oh yeah, no, we can't do. We don't have the funding. <laughs> you gotta make. Uh, yeah, yeah. You gotta if you make, want make, us make, to create some espadrilles, uh, Tyler's what they can't do it. is make it seem authentic, right? Yeah, yeah so. that's true. If, if you're gonna get bought up by Nike, you have to make in your contract that they they don't contract that to like the. Oh no, they they need Africa. to they need to yeah they also need to be making it, like out of. The material like they don't we don't want to be making these and then put a uh like a rubber sole on the bottom because it defeats the purpose right yeah yeah or so, but, uh, i mean you can you, have uh, natural rubber but the, i think the main thing is just to minimize how much it travels from place to place because you can make it out of jute uh you can buy espadrille shoes that are made out of jute but all the jute is grown in bangladesh it goes on the freaking like giant boat like the ever given or whatever goes through the suez canal uh burning like uh crude oil and uh, then goes to like some factory somewhere else where they can exploit the cheap labor to be able to like you know mass produce the shoes or you know you get them like uh, in your in your big box store. I am now interested. I want to figure out how we could potentially make espadrilles and, 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 and at a speed that's faster than Pablo making them. <laughs> Oh yeah, me making them is very slow. This is like an hour. An hour, I made like two two feet worth. Yeah, we need a, we need a better way to make rope. Um, what if we tap the untapped market? What if we just of, use twine? Twine already exists. Of, uh, could you even, no, but twine's made out of jute. Twine is jute. Oh, so you could just use twine. Yeah, but jute, I, I don't want it to come from Bangladesh. I mean, like I have twine here. I'm making it out of twine now. But the overall goal is, uh, why not make we, it of stuff that you that can much? grow? Do we grow jute here, here in America? No, we grow in Tennessee. All that I know is the only fiber that we grow around here is hemp. Uh, uh, the only other like uh, 
when it comes to like the what's domestically grown. All right. The summer, hot boy summer, it's coming, okay? Espadrilles made of hemp, jorts, headband, we got it. We're mustache coming in oh, thick. Hardy's going to slow. Dude, I'm about to I'm about to have a look in these nightclubs. Let's be honest. You're about to get your toes stepped on if you're wearing an epidural to a nightclub. And then I can just throw them away and get a, make a new pair because it's good for the environment. It's just a landfill, <laughs> you know? It's grass. I mean, I've learned how to, like, make, like, a cordage out of, like, uh, vines. That's probably like, a good skill to know just in general because you can just make – ropes are useful. Yeah, I mean, you can use them to, like, buy Maybe I'll make my first pair out of some, like, paracord, which is nylon, is, is still plastic, not good. Um, the conversation yeah. usually ends up going here. It's like Pablo's survivalism adventures. I mean, but it's just the same thing. Just making things out of rope. I know how to make shoes theoretically out of strands if they, if I have enough time. Uh, probably not what the Native Americans were doing in this country. They were very much making things out of like deerskin. Like that's very useful. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, in, well, it's in also better material. Easier. Yeah, <laughs> but oh well. Yeah, that's life. Yeah, if you want to yeah. see us make some more Espadrille content, please comment below. If you also hate it, please comment below. Um, if you liked this podcast, please give us a like on uh, on uh, YouTube or, or Twitch if you're watching it there, but I think everyone's watching it on YouTube. I'm, I'm streaming on both just because I'm a weirdo. Um, Rajiv, it's been great having you. Uh, yeah, it's been a good time. Yeah, for you're always welcome back. If you ever have any any pressing matters you specifically want to talk about, just uh, hit me up. We can maybe plan something. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to uh, to just to, to argue things with Pablo, so well, I'll do that one day. yeah, we'll have to well, have. We a mostly agree. Is, I know is that's our the, thing. That's the thing. Yeah, it's well, but, you know, there's just problems in the world. A lot, a lot of problems. There will be times. World hunger. Rajiv was talking about us trying to solve it earlier. It's just a logistics problem. It's not a money problem. Exactly. I agree. Here's the thing. We have nothing to argue. We have nothing to argue. <laughs> I'm sure there's something <laughs> at some point. There are, um, there are, there are things. But, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully hopefully it was good. Um, please, if you like this podcast, uh, like it, share it. Um, if you want to donate, you can. I don't know if you should really be donating. I don't think our production values are that good. Uh, but thank you, Tyler, again, for donating. Um, donate, please donate. Uh but yes, uh, I think today is the first day we've had the, the like we had at one point five people watching, and I felt really good about that. Uh, normally we have zero people watching these live, so uh, or maybe one to two people watching these live. So um, really is very inspiring. I'm glad Rajiv's episode had had some uh, some viewership. That's a celebrity pool. Shout out Alex and Duncan. It's a, yeah, it's a celebrity pool. Yeah, Alex and Duncan. Yeah, we're expanding the into the Zeitgeist universe, and slowly as we have more guests on, these guests will continue to watch our show every once in a while. And yeah, then, yeah, absolutely. And then eventually, we'll just have twenty people watching our show, uh, and they're all ex guests. None, none of them, none of them are not ex guests. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I think it's good. I think maybe if we actually have like some some turnout, we can start doing like a regular show time. But it's sometimes it's a little hard because life gets busy. Pablo's studying for exams. I was doing a bunch of overtime at work. Uh, it's hard to get a good time going together. Um, yeah. Also, you might have noticed that we tried to do a little bit more zeitgeisty things on this episode. 
that's because Pam from last week gave us some some advice because she's an avid podcast listener. And I think Pablo and I Pablo and I are trying to change up our format a little bit. So uh, let me know. Let us know in the comments uh, or emailing uh, how you feel about that. Also, I've been toying around with the idea of potentially uh, inviting people to our Discord server, uh, the the, the server that we record on. Uh, if anybody wants to like communicate with us, I might include a Discord link in the episode description. Uh, let me know by joining that if you're interested. If you're not, it'll just exist. Um, anyways, Rajiv, thank you for coming. This has been an excellent conversation, as always. Uh, this is why this is why I hang out with Rajiv all the time. Um, Anything else? Uh, would you like people to follow you on Instagram, Rajiv, or any any kind of any kind of oh, social no. media? Rajiv wants to be. Rajiv is a ghost. Not for nineteen. Rajiv is a ghost. Um, You'll never know who I am. And then, uh, any, anything you want to say, Pablo, before we close up? Um, if you need math tutoring, hit hit me up. <laughs> Gotta get. Do you have money. a tutoring link? Uh, no. Uh, just fucking. <laughs> like in the discord or something i don't know uh very unofficial process getting getting it back open and started up again now that i'm gonna get my second vaccine on like the sixth so uh <laughs> this is probably not my target audience either because i'm usually just like tutoring like uh people's like kids or something like that but yeah anyways uh everyone have a